That's something playing in the background. There we go. That's us. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Resistance Chicks. What's We're your up? Hosts, Leah and Michelle. It's Sunday, which means we're going to go all around the world with this week's top news story. Who's ready for Barge Fest? I'm ready for Barge Fest. Where are you going to be, you guys? This Kentucky. Week? Kentucky. All right. So, you, you guys, seriously, though, we do want you to join us this coming week for Barge Fest in Flemingsburg, Kentucky. It's only an hour and a half south of us, which is really nice. It's going to be awesome. We're going to be camping. Three days of food, fellowships, so much revival. Food. Oh yeah, kids camp, kids camp, kids are gonna get more uh, get more hands on survival skills than you are because this is actually kind of like a revivaly conference where we're gonna hear from amazing speakers on how to combine um, spiritual and kinetic warfare. Yeah, we're gonna save the kids. So we're gonna do. That's we're right. Amen. So good. September 21st through the 23rd. If you want to join us, go to bardsfm.com forward slash bardsfest and get your tickets. Donations um, are very, very welcome, even if you can't come. So, um, yeah, ooh, this is going to be the event to set the precedent for all events. That's what wow. I'm saying. Okay, so today on uh, World News. So, Javier Mille. Mille. Mille, 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 Javier Mille. He, he's okay. He's on fire. There. He, you're calling him, and or they're they they are calling him the Trump of Argentina. But but he's wait. he's the way that Trumpy we would want Trumpy to be. I'm telling you, this guy. He's on a fire. lot of these leaders have taken the way Trump addresses topics, and they roll with them. Yeah. And you see, we saw this last week when we covered. El, uh, El Salvador. Yes. And the president, what's his name? Bukele. Bukele, down there in South El Salvador. You guys. South America's on fire. There's in a good revival. way. You know in a why? Good way. You want to know why? Revive us, oh Lord. People are seeking God. Yeah. You know you get a good leader when you seek God. Come, If my people. Who are called by my name. Will humble themselves. And seek my face. And, and turn, turn from, from their, their wicked, wicked ways. ways. Wicked, wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. Okay. And heal their land. No, wait. Okay. Let, me, let me tell them a little bit more what, what we have coming up. Now, okay. Russell Brand has been accused of sexual assault by multiple women. Rape. And I didn't want to put rape in the title. Right? <laughs> so, we just put accusations. Yeah. Um, somebody in the chat already, Lynn's like, I stand with Brand. Um, here's, and she says, I have one question. Where's Epstein's client list? This is what I said to my friend Horatio in the UK who told me about this this morning. He sent me a message and he said, you know, they're coming after Brand. I said... You know, we cover Brand on our show quite a lot. And I, I I tend to, most of the time when these allegations come out, you're kind of like, yeah, I could see that. In Russell's, in Russell's situation, I could see it in a sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh, that's oh, not, he yeah. has lived a very promiscuous life. Oh, yeah. But what I said was, I believe from what I have seen in his kind of come to Jesus moment over the years that mm -hmm. has happened, he's the type that even if he didn't, like voluntarily come out with it. Once it came out, I feel like he would be like, "All right, I gotta face this now." You yeah. know what I mean? Like that was a good. <laughs> that was really good. I think that he would do that. Like now that the 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 pony man has come, and now I gotta face this. And okay, yeah, there were some times, and now whatever I gotta do, fine. Because he has become so genuine and very transparent. Yeah. In who he is. He doesn't hold he back. He doesn't keep secrets. He says very blatantly that he was very promiscuous. He, he slept with more people than you should do. You should sleep with. And he was addicted to porn. Mm -hmm. And he said that he did a lot of drugs. Right. And he said, 
listen, that was a life that I used to live. So let's say you've slept wrong. with, I mean, what is um, Ozzy Osbourne say he slept with like some crazy number of women? Why does she, she stay with him? I have no idea. But okay. let's say he slept with like 500 women. Okay. That, <laughs> let's say, let's just throw some, Ozzy Osbourne, is, his is like in like the 10,000s. Okay. Very promiscuous. 500 women is not that much for a very promiscuous person, I would say, at his age. Right, if you're sleeping with, you're like literally just like a sleeping around machine. I have no machine. idea how we're gonna do the other topics today. Okay, keep going. What I'm saying is, it's not going to be that difficult. You've got a very uh, large pool of people. If you wanted to, I see what you're saying. To yeah. come after Russell, all you would need to do is find someone who actually had been with him sexually, and then she could say whatever she wanted. Exactly. Because there's such a so, wide pool to pick from. There's a lesson to learn here. Don't sleep around, man. <laughs> don't be promiscuous because some girl someday is going to if you are randomly just going to be sleeping with people you will be accused of sexual assault Rosa says so what if he slept with hundreds I'm not I'm not here to judge that I mean I will say that that's wrong yes it is but so does he <laughs> he's, he's coming like yeah it was wrong what I did it was wrong but it was always consensual is what that's what he's saying. So we have allegations and he is refuting these allegations. Then in Italy, once again, we are seeing loads of migrants come in. What was your number figure that you had? This was huge. So there's a little island off the coast of Lam Africa. It's actually closer to Africa than it is to Italy. Um, what is it? Lampedusa. Thank you. Lampedusa is closer to Africa than it actually is to Italy. And between Monday and Wednesday, okay, in just three-day period, 8,500 people uh, were basically ferried onto this island claiming asylum. Hang on. In, that is in more over than like the, two, two or three days. Just, a, just three days, two or three days. That's more than the island's population of people, of Where Italians. Where are they going to go? Where are they going to go? Well, here's the thing. There's a, there are... So many advertisements for migrants to come to Europe right. and to Italy. This is craziness. This is crazy land. So, so that's our show. Goodbye. I'm just kidding. So, Leah, let's. Do you want to kick it off with the big story? Actually, and we've got a um, somebody. I don't know. I don't know what we're allowed to say. Are we going to say the whole thing on for the Canada thing? Sure, yeah. We're allowed to, or we got permission, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure, sure? I can, he, they put the video on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, there's hope for Canada. There's a hope for Canada. Hope for Canada! There's a really interesting development happening in Canada with- And we have some inside some baseball, that's why I wasn't sure what we some, could say. Well, Corey's got an interview, it's coming out, Is he's airing it right now. Right now? It's, I it is. going to be tomorrow night. He is airing it tomorrow night, but it's competition right now for Resistance Chicks is airing right now. Corey Gray! <laughs> he wants the Canadians to be able to watch it before it comes out tomorrow. Okay, awesome. So it's a kingdom party, and it's going to rival the Conservative Party, and so I'm very excited about that. And yeah, we have a we have a lot to to All get right, through. I, guys, week. I'm sorry we're tardy, and we will not be able to do like a three hour show today. I know you guys come and you plan for your whole Sundays. Um, because Lee and I have things to do, but we're pre prepping for Bird's Fest, by the way. But we also have some animals that we have to take care of. But we're going to, we are, I'm telling you what, this show, I'm really excited about this show, especially what's going on in South America. Yeah, let's go to Argentina. Let's uh, go to this Tucker interview. If you hit the long form intro with Tucker, um, I believe I tweeted out the, just as, uh, I guess I didn't. Um, Should we just go to your Twitter? Uh, yeah, no. 
I don't know if I tweeted out. Let's play a couple of these. Oh, there it is. Yeah. All right. So Tucker interviewed Javier Millet, and we've played clips from Javier Millet. And his he, hair. He, his hair is pretty intense. It feels like it's mine right now a little bit. All right. So right Argentina is a mess right now of socialism. And he is the kind of the opposite of the socialist downfall of Argentina. So I'm going to play this this intro here. And then we're going to play some clips. And we're going to play some of, the, some of his other clips from South American, from Argentina TV, that's going to really paint this picture of, I wish he, you know, I wish we didn't have the language barrier. So I want you guys to put on your... Um, your translation caps, and I want you to, to as you read the um, the translation, okay, and Michelle's going to read it out loud, you have to understand, he is, if, if he was speaking in English, he would be a worldwide rock star, but because he's speaking in Spanish, okay, it, his clips aren't taking off as far and wide as an English speaker would. However, the essence and the power behind what he's saying is so powerful that God gets it. And Amen. we need to we need to understand what he is saying because God is speaking to him and through him. Okay, go ahead. We're in downtown Buenos Aires, the capital of Argentina. This was once about 100 years ago, one of the richest cities in the world. And you could tell as you walk around the faded grandeur of a once great city. But this is now a desperate country. Its economy is in shambles, has been for a long time. Argentina famously defaulted on its debt more than 20 years ago. But now hyperinflation has made this country genuinely desperate. You see, when you have dinner here in restaurants and people pull out bricks of local currency, the peso, to pay, it feels like Weimar or Zimbabwe, but it's not. This is a developed country that's moving backwards at high speed. And because of the frustration that has built up among the population, particularly among poor people, a man called Javier Mille is poised to become its next president. He's a former soccer star, a goalie, a performer in a Rolling Stones cover band, and a libertarian economist. He's not a libertarian in the traditional American sense. He wouldn't fit into the Cato Institute, which has attacked him for liking Donald Trump too much. He's a libertarian in the traditional sense. He believes people should have the maximum amount of freedom they can be given, which is a lot, much more than they now get in Argentina. He has moved from basically nowhere in the last several years to become maybe the most famous person in this country. The election is next month in October, and once again, it seems like he's likely to win. The reception he's gotten from the press in the West, particularly in the United States, the New York Times, the Washington Post, also the Financial Times has been hostile, to put it mildly. They describe him as a far right figure, like he's a Nazi. Is he? We sat down with him at great length just a moment ago, here right across from the president's mansion, the pink house that he hopes to soon occupy to find out what he's like. He didn't seem very radical. Continuing what they're now doing in Argentina seems radical, in fact, insane. But judge for yourself, here he is. Thanks so much for joining us or for letting us come and interview you here in Buenos Aires. So why do you think from your perspective, you've become a man with no political background, so popular, so quickly in this country. From my standpoint, there are two ways. 
of explaining this popularity. I think you do need to hear his. Well, the problem is I'm not going to be able to go back and forth with the volume. I can't turn it up and down. Like maybe if you want to control the up and down. Okay, okay. You can try because I think his he has like you're going to have to control the up and down. He has good luck. His inflections are pretty. One has to do with my personal background. Just hover over that. Of course, of my life, I've been a soccer player. Al mismo tiempo, and I sang in a rock band. Rock and roll, y además, I'm also an economist. Eh, soy and I think that combination, combination makes for an attractive en de producto television product. <laughs> Pero the other important parte, way to explain this popularity is because of my ideas. Es importante, es el tema de las ideas. Y Argentina, Argentina is a country that has embraced socialist ideas for the last 100 years. So liberalism is a natural form of rebellion against the system. And rebellion is always led by youth. And when they look at someone like me talking about liberalism and rebelling against the status quo, there's a I clip out. There's a clip. Go ahead and press pause. His definition of liberalism is conservatism. Is conservatism. Yeah. So it's 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 a direct translation, but not a good one. It should be though. It should be yes. How people Turn with Tucker. power in Argentina could support the status quo, given that your inflation rate is up there with Lebanon and Zimbabwe and other countries that aren't real countries, but your country is beautiful abundant natural resources, intelligent, well-educated population, and yet its economy is in shambles. How could any, so clearly the system isn't working. How could anyone support that? The issue is that Argentina began to embrace socialist ideas over 100 years ago. The analogy of frogs in a pot of water is useful here. When you turn up the heat slowly, the frogs don't realize it. Until the time comes, and when they try to jump out, it's too late, and they end up dead. Argentina's embrace of socialist ideas began with an idea that seems attractive, but is actually a terrifying way to operate an economic system. The idea that where there is a need, there is a right. It's a problem because there can be infinite needs, but someone always has to pay for those rights. And the resources for that are finite. That sparks a conflict between the infinite needs and the finite resources. In the liberalist view, this conflict is easy to resolve through economic freedom and private property. This is the natural mechanism to resolve this tension in a society. But the socialists don't li much like the invisible hand. They prefer the claws of the state. Mm. 
and they hide it behind the discourse of social justice. Mm. This sort of social justice is deeply unjust because it's premeditated by unequal treatment and pre preceded by robbery. I didn't fully appreciate the degree wow. to which the Argentinian government had embraced fringe academic American-style social justice. A businessman told me at lunch today that people who identify as transgender pay lower taxes. Huh. 2019, you had a Ministry of Women and Diversity uh, created in this country for the first time. What does that ministry do? In theory, it is supposed to deal with women's issues. But when you look for the results, you find there aren't any. <laughs> Just writing songs. Are, are women happier here? No. No, because there are no real results. Just painting a park bench red, or writing a song. Doesn't fix the conditions. Or address the problems that women face. In fact, one of the most important achievements of liberalism is equality under the law. And then this kind of ministry, why isn't there a ministry of men? If there is true equality under the law, what we need to do is enforce the law and not create a ministry of women. It's based on a premise that is totally false. For example, they say that there is a glass ceiling for women, and women earn less than men, and that all businessmen are pigs who only care about making money. If that were the case, and all businessmen are pigs who only care about making money, then why aren't all offices swarming with women? They should be full of women. But when you look, it's fairly even and proportional to the population. If you look beyond the averages, you will find that it's a matter of the decisions that men and women are making as they choose their professions. And if you correct for profession and for line of work, then pay is actually even. Okay, so I'm going to pause this here. I've got some more clips, but this guy is really, really smart. Yeah. Like, he's intelligent. He's thought through the issues, and, and this is where the left always loses. They don't know where the train goes. They just want the train to go faster and faster and faster. They don't know where, where we end up. Okay, so let's correct all these issues, and he's not he's not wrong. What he's saying is that just like with the with the with the left here in America, in Argentina, let's okay for women's issues, we're just gonna paint a bench and we'll write a little song and that'll fix things. They never actually do anything, right? I mean, this. So I'm glad that he's pointing this out. Like, if we and, yeah. and I like that he points out, you know, if men are really pigs, then why aren't? Because listen, my grandfather owned a business, very smart, intelligent man, genius actually. And, uh, and his son, my dad, uh, and they loved having women in the office. Why? Mm -hmm. Because they were 
I can say this, pigs. Mm -hmm. And so they always had beautiful women all over the office. Mm -hmm. I've seen it. I lived it. I grew up around it. So mm -hmm. when these men are really pigs, mm -hmm. the offices will be swarming with women. It's mm -hmm. just what you see. Mm -hmm. So it's a good point that he made. I know. All right. Let's run over a couple more of these points here. Um, he's Gino. talking about Donald Trump. Um, so go, go ahead and, and bring this up. And guys, I know it is difficult, but I think you're, I think it's, I think we've got a good little system here when we can overcome the hurdles of language barriers in the interview here. Donald Trump is running for president again in the United States, as you know. What advice would you give him? All I could say uh, would be to be to double down in the on his efforts in the same direction, defending the ideals of freedom and refusing to give an inch to the socialists. There are underlying values within leftist ideas, envy, hatred, resentment, unequal treatment under the law, and violence. Everywhere and always, socialism is a violence, murderous, and impoverishing phenomenon. Those are the characteristics of socialism. So this cultural battle must be waged unceasingly. We cannot take a day off. Because when we rest, socialism creeps in. Wow, that is so good. All right, let's, let's bump through a couple of these. Okay, here, um, a couple more of his clips that he's done on Argentina social media where he gets a little bit crazier. And these we can turn down because um, they're all speaking. Yeah. All right, ready? If the parasites do better than those who produce, that means that the country is sinking. And what do those of us who are over 30 do? Those of us over 30, here's the point. Recognize who our true enemy is. Our enemy, our true enemy is the state. The state is the pedophile in the kindergarten. Get this. With the kids chained and bathed in Vaseline. Oh, dear God. And politicians are the ones who execute the state. So we have to understand that our true enemies are the politicians. Look, the people like the, the leftist politician in the country are enemies of society. Look, they keep crying because there's shortage of dollars in the economy. What do they do? They post taxes on exports. Taxes on something that doesn't stimulate production. It does the opposite. So when you lack dollars, what do you do? You impose taxes on those who produce dollars to put it in some way. What does Morales say? He says it should be even higher. I mean, of course, how isn't he going to say that if he's a parasite who has lived out of politics his whole life? There are plenty of these political parasites. They are in the ruling party. They are on the other side. I mean, they're useless. And so we have to identify that our true enemies are these politicians. They say, well, but they are actually an outgrowth of society. That's a lie, because the system is a system. Fictitiously open and reality is closed. Because I'll tell you, in 2001, there was something called they all, must, they all go. must go. Look at those who are the same politicians. So let's do this exercise to uh, to uh, realize what we are really facing. Is a failed state that this democracy is a farce. I have a question. If our deputies are truly our representatives, are they the representatives of the people? And that's where the budget comes from? Because 
no taxation without representation. I mean, you can't impose taxes without representation. Okay, I have a question. Let's do a survey among all of us here. Who amongst us will ask for more taxes? Nobody, right? So do you understand me? I mean, these guys live off waste. I mean, I don't know. They have three mistresses. It's not enough. They go for five mistresses. Just as their wallet doesn't suffice, they put a gun to your head and make you pay more. Wow. Wow. Love that guy. Okay, here's another one. Oh my gosh, this is my favorite one. Okay, so he is pro-life. And I'm not going to talk about Donald Trump not being pro-life because I'm really upset about it. And I did a video and I cried. And you guys can watch it on Facebook. And pro-life people need to pray for Donald Trump and pray for babies in this country. However, if this guy is truly the Donald Trump of Argentina, I would say, Donald Trump, call, up. Uh, call Javier, have a conversation with Mr. Millet about what it means to be pro-life. Because this guy has it right. This clip needs to go viral. Please. In Jesus' name. You oppose abortion. Why? I'll read it. Bueno, because as someone liberal, who believes in liberalism, o sea, liberal, I'll libertario. say libertarian liberal ah, because claro, in English, en inglés, eh, liberal, the word liberal means <laughs> something different. So let me say, as a libertarian, we believe that liberalism entails the unrestricted respect for the lives of others rooted in a principle of non-aggression and the defense of life, liberty, and property. And if we cleave these ideas of liberty, one of the most fundamental aspects is to defend the right to life. Beyond that, there is a scientific justification to be had. It's the fact that life begins at conception. Mm. It's at that very instant that a new being begins to evolve mm. with its own unique DNA. While it's true that women have the right to their own bodies, the child in a woman's womb is not her body. That child is not her body. That makes abortion a murder enabled and aggravated by a power imbalance against a child that has no way to defend itself. And beyond that, there is a matter of math mathematics. Life is a continuum with two quantum leaps, birth and death. Any interruption in the interim is murder. Oh. That right there, just... I am going to put this clip up. I'm, I'm Right now, I'm going to put this clip up on Facebook. I'm going to try to get it to other places. Right now, you guys, just take a minute. I don't know. Can we, should we play that again? You want to? I really feel like those words need to go down in the, the annuals of history. Like, seriously, please, yes. Play it one more time. This is really important. Why? This is what makes him so great. Bueno, this is why God can bless this guy. And Lord Jesus, I pray that this guy does for Argentina what Bugale did for El Salvador. Yeah. And actually, the American politicians will begin to... Did you see he took... 
He takes American principles. Why does he take American principles? Because yeah. they're God's principles. Exactly. Why does he take God's principles? Because they are the principles of nature and nature's God. This is what we were talking about with John Locke and our founding fathers believed that what God had spoken to them and showed them would, would, would channel all over the world. But it, and, it, and, it, and it didn't. It kind of took off. It tried to take off in France. But why did it come off, take off in France? Because they went for the socialism. Yeah, exactly. That France went for socialism. They went to the violent route. They went the, the guillotine route. They they went to, hey, let's go rob from the, the rich, okay, and give to the poor and not work and not and not do anything in our lives. They didn't believe if that Antifa life was could, valued. You would see the French Revolution all over again. Okay. But what Bukele has, what Bolsonaro has, come on. What uh Millet has, I need to start speaking Spanish. Okay. <laughs> we need to start co collaborating here with these South Americans because I tell you what. We make South America great again. Come on. And we don't have a this influx. Crisis. And we don't have an, a border got, crisis. And, and actually Everybody's going to try to go to El Salvador and Argentina because it's better. That. Because guess what? People vacation there because their climate is way better. But what, what did we show a couple of weeks ago with that couple that moved? To El Salvador from the UK. Exactly. So you're going to see, and they're going to have a border problem. They're going to be the one building the wall to keep Americans from going to South America. Okay, one more time. <clears throat> All one right, so time. Tucker says you believe in abortion. Why no, he says because, no, no, you believe or you believe in um, life, right? The right to life. He says because as someone who believes in liberalism, and I'll say libertarian liberal because in English, the word liberal means something different. So let me say, as a libertarian, we believe that liberalism entails the unrestricted respect for the lives of others. Rooted in a principle of non-aggression and the defense of life, liberty, and property. And if we cleave these ideas of liberty, one of the most fundamental aspects is to defend the right to life. Philosophically speaking, I am in favor of the right to life. Beyond that, there is a scientific justification to be had. It's the fact that life begins at conception. It's at that very instant that a new being begins to evolve with its own unique DNA. While it's true that, the, that women have the right to their own bodies, the child in a woman's womb is not her body. That child is not her body. That makes abortion a murder. Enabled and aggravated by a power imbalance against a child that has no way to defend itself. And beyond that, there is a matter of mathematics. Life is a continuum with two quantum leaps, birth and death. Any interruption in the interim is murder. Oh man, that's so powerful. All right, there's there's more. I have more. But wait, there's, there's more. more. Okay. All right, so here he is again. Now, I, th I, th I might have one clip where he says a swear, swear word, so don't say that swear word. I will not say the swear okay. word. That's a good idea. He says, I mean, let's see. Who is in favor of them reaching into our pockets? Because all these people talking about the Guardian State, about increasing spending, they are reaching into your pocket. Yours, yours, yours. All the cameramen's, our children's, our grandchildren's, our great-grandchildren's, and all generations. Come on. How long are we going to agree to let this bunch of criminals keep robbing us? Enough. <laughs> mm. All right. 
I love this man. I'm really liking him. Yes. I'm digging it. Alright, hang on here. Let's let's see. This one might be a little more difficult. The subtitles are at the top, but that's okay. We can manage. Okay, here we go. Are you going to dedicate yourself to politics? If individual liberties are seriously endangered, as this liberticidal government is demonstrating day by day, I think my time may come. Because since then, we have asked everyone to leave politicians and no one left. So now let them all stay. We're going to get involved and we're going to kick everyone's behind. Good to rebuild Argentina again. A prosperous Argentina. A libertarian Argentina. An Argentina that once again embraces the values of Alberde libertarian values. And so in 35 years, we will be a world power. So if I'm going to get involved in politics, subtitles went away well that's him they love him he's a rock star <laughs> this is not the first time that we've played him on our show but this is the first time we're doing a, an in-depth dive yeah into him so they're all shouting freedom for the podcast listeners. I mean, he's just being mobbed. I mean, they, they literally love him. He's out in the crowd, jumping up and down like he's literally at a concert. Do you know who you're going to vote for? He says, Millet. Millet. They're all saying Millet. They're being interviewed and asked. He says, I did not get in here to be leading lambs. I got in here to wake up lions. Long live freedom, darn it. I love it. Sorry, I don't have the emphasis. Oh, wait. That when I sign up for your election and I request your vote, I don't want to achieve power. It's in order to give it back to you. Oh, that's good. Freedom advances. That's it. Freedom advances. Okay. So good. I love that. I love this man. I love him. You know, and I think that his popularity is in a huge part because soccer is such a big thing down there. Yeah. And if he already has established himself as the guy next door that they're rooting for, mm -hmm. and then he comes out with such intelligence and such commanding it's, presence. Honestly, it's what the left tried to create with Zelensky. And he turned out to be a fake fraud. But he was an actor. This guy literally, I don't know how many years he was playing. I'm guessing it was it's yeah. football. You know, I don't know how many years he was doing that. But he had already cemented himself mm -hmm. in society yeah. for them. Yes. Um, so I think that that's, that's got a lot to do I with I like it. what he says here about uh, architecture. Tucker always hammers architecture. E e you describe the buildings, the leftist buildings, as square and plain and ugly. Why does the left love concrete so much? Your old buildings are built out of stone and plaster, but the, the, the newer socialist buildings are all concrete. What is that? It has to do with leftist values. 
los valores there are underlying values within leftist ideas, envy, hatred, resentment, unequal treatment under the law, and violence. All that this socialist altruism ends up doing is contaminate the system with incentives that generate poverty. So, of course, if you are poor, what you can build is limited by your poverty. This is one reason everywhere and always socialism is a violent, murderous, and impoverishing phenomenon. Those are the characteristics of socialism. Do we have another one? Yeah, there's more. Wait, wait, there's more. Love this man. Okay. Like, I want him to run for office here, but Argentina needs him. Okay, nobody knows what there is after, but what do you think? Do you think there is something? He's being asked about life after death. Let me turn this up just a little. Do you fear death or not? He says, no, no, no. No, I do not fear death. When you act and live in accordance to your conscience, you are not afraid of it. Because you know what is the definition. I mean, my personal definition. When you are at that last moment, I mean, in that exact moment before the big guy, let's say after you have changed yard, do you know what happens? Your life is going to pass by you. And you know what your hell is? That you won't be able to change it. Mm. So if you didn't live accordingly to what you truly feel, you're going to start to despair. You're not going to be able to change it. You don't have the time. You left. It's over. That's hell. I mean, like Borges used to say, I committed the worst of sins. I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. Well, that's exactly... It's that exactly. Are you in this moment of happiness? Do you like what you do? He says, I mean, let's say, look, I have a screensaver that says to G. The joy is endless. T-J-I-E. What is that? Tell me. He says, live always according to what? Look, tomorrow could be the last day of your life. Live according to that. So what do you do? You arrange your life to do the things that you like. In my case, it is to be with my four-legged children, my dogs, Conan, Milton, Robert, and Lucas, to be with uh, Carrie and Aaron, and to do a little of economics. And with that, I am truly happy. Do you realize what is the problem with pol the politicians have with me? They go crazy for the money. I already found happiness and I don't need, I need neither power or the money. So do you see the point where I'm going? That when I go to an election and ask you for your vote, it's not for you to give me the power. It's for, so that I can give it back to you. Mm. This guy is on fire. Yeah, there's there a couple more here. Okay. No, I could, I could literally listen to this man all day long. <laughs> He says, I feel fine, but it's that I'm convinced that what I'm doing is right. Life without freedom is not worth living. I was once asked if I'd be willing to give my life for the ideals of freedom, and I am willing. I want to be an embodiment of that way of living, of living in freedom. I think slavery is a horrifying concept, and I will fight for the ideals of freedom. 
as long as I need to, whatever the consequences may be. Doing the right thing is non-negotiable. <laughs> That's so good. Okay, I've got a couple more back here, I think. Um, let's see. Oh, on the other side of this bright bar. So I do have a video of him. Oh, here we go. This actually has 367 million interviews with this guy. You mean views? Views with wow. um, Tucker Carlson. What advice would you give to Americans having lived awesome. it? Never embrace the ideals of socialism. Never allow yourselves to be sucked in by the siren song of social justice. Don't get caught up in that terrible concept that where there is a need, there is a right. And we played this. But that can't happen on its own. We have to be prepared for this and wage a cultural war every single day. And we have to be careful because they have no problem with getting inside the state and employing Gramsci's techniques, seducing the artists, seducing the culture, seducing the media, or meddling in educational content. You need to be very careful, cut off their funding, and force them into a fair fight. Hmm. At the same time, we have to raise awareness among the business sector that the masses are necessary. Milton Friedman used to say that the social role of... What, what was that word? Sorry, I missed it. Of an entrepreneur mm -hmm. is to make money, but that's not enough. Part of their investment must include investing in those who defend the ideals of freedom. So the socialists can make no further advances. And if they do not do it, if they don't do it, they will get into the state and use the state to impose a long-term agenda that will destroy everything it touches. So we need a commitment from all of those who create wealth to fight against socialism, to fight against statism, and to understand that if they fail to do so, the socialists will keep coming. Because what's the point? Since they try to leech off of others without working, they are tireless in their pursuit. Mm. Their let motif, I don't even know that word, in life is to live off of others. So they never give up on this mechanism to gain control of others' wealth, money, or income. So this battle must be waged unceasingly. We cannot take a day off because when we rest, socialism creeps in. Mm. Wow. That is so Come good. On. And you go right to the right. One more, you'll see him with the chainsaw. And that is representative of him cutting up socialism. That's awesome. 
there's no chain on the social. The set chain software and they're worried about it. Just literally revenue gas, which I'm sure the climate people are having a conniption fit over. Oh, they're having a conniption fit over more than just that. All right, anything else? No, I, that's that, you know, I am just so excited for this guy to be making the rounds, to be going where Christians should be going. And yeah. he is a Christian. Uh, he also, this is from the Buenos Aires Times. Javier Millet claims that Pope Francis is on one side of the bloody dictators in Tucker Carlson interview. Uh, I, I missed that part in the interview. Libertarian presidential front runner Javier Millet used a, hope, a, a high profile interview with right wing U.S. commentator <laughs> Tucker Carlson to attack Pope Francis, accusing the Argentine pontiff of being a communist and um, cozying Cozy. up to bloody dictators in Latin America. But... Is he wrong? No, he's absolutely right. Uh, Millet, 52, granted the interview to Carlson last week, and political onlookers were eagerly awaiting its release. The libertarian didn't disappoint his supporters, lashing out at Argentina's political caste, promising to fix runaway inflation, slamming abortion as immoral, and questioning the science behind climate change. Let me read a couple of comments before you finish that article. This is great. Uh, Jerry says, first time hearing your podcast. I'm now following. Thank you, Jerry. We're glad to have you. Well done, ladies. I'm a first-generation Cuban-American and Marine vet. Woo. My parents got lucky and got out of Cuba before Castro locked it down with the evil communist system. We need to save America, America from these leftists. Well said. Sarah says, love what you chicks do. Thank you. In Jesus' name, God bless you in any and all of your endeavors. And Brenda says, God bless Argentina. Vote this man into office. Let me go over here and check on Rumble because I, I haven't been over here like the whole show because I've been reading stuff um let's see james says why can't we have more politicians be like this man you know because he you know what he did with um abortion he went at it philosophically yeah he went at it who goes after abortion mathematically come on <laughs> he literally brought in quantum physics i'm bringing in math. to life I have been asking God to give me the right arguments. And this guy. What did he say? This life guy is one. Um, it's a continuum. Continuum. And the quantum leaps are, are life and death. And death. Birth. Yeah. Life and, and any death. interruption in that outside of sickness is murder. In murder. Murder. He's like, he's beyond, beyond the fact that he says, I believe in life, liberty. And you have to have life. Yeah. Uh, he says, I'm a libertarian who believes right. in life. Yeah. And he says, when... Life begins at conception. We all know this. We all know that life begins at conception with a complete new set of DNA. But you know what he said? And that, that was, body ceases to be your body. You know what he said? Um, and I forget the exact phrase, but it was something like a power differential. He says, I mean, yeah, unfair power differential. He, says, he said it better than that. I kind of quoted this. He says, uh, uh, Enabled and empowered by a power imbalance yeah. against the child that has no ability to defend itself. Yep. A power imbalance. And that's what we're looking at when it comes to the life inside of a woman's body. There's a power imbalance. And I've never heard anyone say that before. I've never even thought that to that, you know, well-articulated degree. Okay. Yeah. So I just love that. Uh, Lilo says, I'm a Canadian, I'm in Canada, and we cannot see any news thanks to the live stream. You guys are so locked down and censored. So, I'm telling you what, um, somebody from Canada, when we did our, we did, two weeks ago, we did an episode on the good, the bad, and the ugly in Canada. And we had a viewer say, I can't find your video, it's blocked in Canada. Like, we can't even say the word Canada, we can't put Canada in the title. Can you believe this? I may have put Canada somewhere along the, the line. Well, but not in the title. But you, okay. got, you have to be able to say Canada. 
You have to be able to say no, Canada. No. Canada, for all intents and purposes, just doesn't want you to have Facebook. Uh, Canada doesn't want you to know anything beyond what the... What do you, what do you guys got? The CBC? The Canada bra... Hey, we're so polite here. We're going to tell you exactly what to think and exactly what to know and exactly where to go. And you're going to get that jab right away, eh? If you don't, we're going to lock you up. And if you preach the gospel on a Sunday when we tell you to lock down, we're going to drag you off to jail just like we did Archer Pavlovsky, eh? Because we're the kind. We're the kind. We're the, we, 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 you know, they're you like us. You literally those. sound like a redneck with a Canadian A. A. <laughs> you just say A and you're Canadian. A. Eh? Oh my gosh. James says maybe I will immigrate to Argentina. It, well, let's wait and, and just pray. Honestly, guys. You know let's what? Maybe pray. you are supposed to go. Wouldn't that be you wouldn't that be something? James. You never know. Tom says, I'm in Canada and can see this. Praise God. That's exactly what uh I'm glad. Let's hope they don't shut it down. Uh that's kind of what Lilo was saying. I'm in Canada and we usually can't see the news, so I'm glad that you can that uh -huh. I'm glad you guys can see this. Before they take it down in Before Canada. Before they take it down in Canada, eh? So if you're watching on Facebook, we are so glad that you're here. However, eh? go to our Rumble channel. It's just Resistance Chicks. Okay. And and follow us there. Please, yes. Please follow us there on Rumble because you just never know with the book face. And we often will stop our broadcast on Facebook and just say what Continue we need to say. Rumble. Especially yeah. if we have to do anything LGBT. All right. So, Brazil. Brazil. They had Bolsonaro. They had a melee they right. had um a bukele right and our government really pushed stepped in i believe there was some shenanigans going on with their election he was yeah, the most same. popular Ooh, we president that one. Did we play? I, I put this one in my um... okay go ahead put that one. okay back well, i want to finish well more. we could end with it i mean i don't know oh this is good this is i put this in the intro today he he reminds me a little bit of We're us. back to javier i'm he sorry can, i'm just closing out tabs he, and I saw this javier one. can be really serious and then he goes goes off yeah Okay, so he says, what madness are we living in? He turns up a little bit. Yeah. Of, the madness of stupid political... What did he say? So fast. Correctness. Correctness, thank you. Where basically it's like saying, oh, if you do not recite cool socialism or you are not woke, then you are violent and you are in danger to democracy. Come on, guys. <laughs> Let's continue with this nonsense and instead of being ranked 140 world ranking of GDP per capita. We're going to be the largest shanty town in the world. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on, let's get real. Let's get real over here in Brazil. So Bolsonaro was was the most popular president Brazil had ever had. People were just in the streets. They were crying because they love this guy so much. What did he do? He he went into Brazil. He stopped the cartels. He stopped the violence. He was very pro-life, very pro-family, very Christian. And they rigged election against him. Okay? And what have they done? The Supreme Court made it so that um, you couldn't even report negatively on the opposition with or you couldn't you couldn't report positively about Bolsonaro without equal time in any of your broadcasts for the opposition. Okay, it's so crazy. The Supreme Court has imprisoned. They had a January eighth pro Bolsonaro rioters for to seventeen years. Look at the parallels. Oh, seventeen years it. for January sixth. Eight. This is this is the devil's playbook. Let me tell you something. The highest court in Brazil, the Supreme Federal Tribunal, the S. TF sentenced two of the first defendant defendants implicated in the January 8th um, riot to Brazil riot to 17 years in prison on Thursday on a variety of charges, including attempted coup d'etat. 
Uh-huh. An attempted abolition of the democratic rule of law. Where have I heard that before? You know what? We have a CIA that goes over and purposely topples governments and does coup d'etats all the time. Oh, but looky here. Uh, it looks like this guy... Don't even read the name. Okay. Was, I, was identified as part of a crowd of thousands of su supporters of the conservative former president uh, Bolsonaro who stormed the Brazilian Congress the STF headquarters and the office of the presidency in January, in large part due to videos uh, this guy, Pierre, uh, uh, published himself, published on social media, in which he documented the chaos in the Capitol. For those who don't believe it, we're here, he said in one of his social media videos, wearing a shirt reading, military intervention now, it will work, don't give up, get on the street. Now, remember, when he's talking about military intervention, they actually were they hoping, were, they, and not just hoping, they... Guys, the rumors were spreading around 2020. And everybody kept saying, oh, the, the military. Stop with that here. And it's not happening. There's no secret military. And I don't want to offend anybody, but there is not. Okay? It's not happening. In America. But they, they have... legitimately had the military was like this close mm -hmm. to coming in and saying, no, you can't steal an election. It, what's interesting to me on these particular charges is that he's a guy with a video camera. And you... <laughs> We cover coup d'etats. There are real coup d'etats where they literally have the military with guns take over. And they were hoping and, for that, though. Yeah, but they, but this guy wasn't part exactly, of it. Exactly. He, was he just, wasn't he, part he, of a military coup d'etat. 100%. And I could see that because we cover this, especially in Africa all the time. There's a coup d'etat every five seconds. Okay? And the military come and they get all their weapons. And who, where, where were we covering it? Um... Uh, shoot, 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 shoot. It, I can't remember. It's every other day. Okay. But they had legitimately, uh, taken over the, the, the government there. So, do we play uh, this? Bolsonaro supporters objected to Lula's election for a variety of reasons now. No. Nope. Some claimed, I don't know what, I don't know. I would if we weren't on Facebook. Okay. Some claimed that evidence existed of nationwide electoral fraud, helping Lula beat Bolsonaro. Citing a statement released in November by the Armed Forces of Brazil. This mm. was from the... This, they literally had the Armed Forces of Brazil stating a possible security risk could have compromised the election results. Others complained that Lula should never have been on the ballot at all because guess what? Lula was convicted in 2017 of corruption while he was in office and he allegedly used ill-gotten gains as president to purchase a luxury beachfront property. He was a criminal, a literal criminal. But guess what? The Supreme Court of Brazil overturned his conviction. This is what we call absolute corruption in 2021, freeing him from prison and allowing him to run for president on a technicality, never presenting so, every, any evidence that Lula was innocent. I think this is great, though, because if Lula gets freed from prison to be able to run for office, <sighs> then why is everyone in America having a conniption fit that Trump has been indicted and is still running for office? Not everybody, but the left. You know what I mean? They freed this guy from prison to get him to run. So who cares? They and uh, So the protesters were insisting that they were not calling for a coup, but rather for the use of the provision of the Brazilian constitution that actually, they actually it, have it, a... They legitimate had a provision. We, didn't have, we don't have that. Right. They have a provision in their constitution that can be invoked to prevent the inauguration of a president to curb a serious compromise of public order or to maintain national integrity, to repel a foreign invasion, among other uh, reasons. So the January 8th protest in the Capitol descended into a riot... When thousands of participants began storming the headquarters of the three federal uh, powers. And so, at the same time, some people were saying that there might have been instigators. Mm -hmm. You know, same kind of chaos, same kind of scenes. Very interesting. 
Um, there's 1,390 people charged with crimes related to their January 8th riot, including the legal proceedings for three of them on Thursday. And you know what I, I kind of wonder about all of this? Like, it just makes you kind of go, okay, the dates are so similar. How much of this is... Look at this. Lula's government also banned Bolsonaro himself from running for office for the next eight years, keeping him out of the presidential race until 2030 if the ban is not overturned on accusations that he spread misinformation out about potential electoral fraud. Where have I heard this before? Hmm. That Lula, the president, can literally just ban this guy from running for office. And of course, he's got the Supreme Court in he his He can bag. ban him from running for office, but he's allowed to be freed from prison in order it to run for office. It is upside down world. Oh, my word. Uh, um, on Thursday, the Supreme Court Alexander de Moras, self-styled fake news crusader who has advocated for extreme restrictions on free speech, conceded in his remarks voting to convict the three that the rioters were not armed, but described the riot as not a Sunday walk in the park. Well, okay, is it 17 years? for your, Is there an in-between there? Kind of in-between, not armed, not a Sunday walk in the park, mm. 17 years in jail. And identified calls for the military to prevent Lula's takeover as a principal cause for alarm. They didn't have weapons, no rifles, but they were numerically prodigious. And they, really, was there more Bolsonaro supporters than Lula supporters, like in the whole nation, maybe that voted for him? And the idea was that through this destruction, with the takeover of the three branches, there would need to be a guarantee for law and order. With that, they were asking that the armed forces, principally the army, join this coup d'etat. While most uh, Supreme Court ministers voted to convict, dissenting minister Nunez Marquez objected to charges of attempting a coup d'etat and argued for the court to reduce the sentences to property damage. I can concur. You know, you know, I, I believe that that would be legitimate, which would have resulted in sentences of two or three years in prison. Another minister, Andre Men, uh, Mendoca, suggested seven years in prison and questioned the lack of security around the federal offices that allowed for an unarmed crowd to cause so much damage. Hmm. I have never heard of this ever happening before in my entire years of living. Dad's sarcasm. Hmm. Never heard. Never heard of it. And you see them. They keep doing the same things over and over again. Well, they're seven gonna... countries in five years, man. They, know, it's actually, you... It was actually eight. America you know being what? America being the the, you know the, what? the eighth one. You know what? You know it. They're getting results, aren't they? Seven but other, you know, other things are getting results as well, right? We got Mile mm -hmm. in Argentina. We got Bukele in El Salvador. And we've got um, Abraham in Canada that we're going to talk about in a little so bit. So I got a clip for you from Putin. Oh, boy. I know. This one's hilarious to me. I'm going to call you a Russian agent now. I know. Wait a minute. Putin Wait. says the persecution of Trump has exposed the U.S. political system as rotten. <laughs> they cannot pretend to teach anyone about democracy. Here we go. This is. You guys can put your thoughts in the comment section. He says, as for the prosecution of Trump, for us, what is happening in today's conditions, in my opinion, is good. Why? Because it shows the rottenness of the American political system, which cannot pretend to teach others about democracy. Everything that is happening with Trump is the prosecution of a thank you, political rival for political reasons. That's what it is. And this is being done in front of the U.S. public. 
and the whole world. They simply expose their internal problems. Oh, Mic drop from the Oh, he did not. He did. You're just Putin. 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 You're going to make us be called Putin apologists. You're going to make us be called a Russian agent. We've been to Don't Russia. be speaking truth like that, Putin. We've been to Russia. We speak Russian. We speak. Not. Yet. We speak five words Ni in Russian. Is that it? Is that all I remember? What else you got? Is um, yet is no. I don't want any. Uh, what did what did he call grandma? Bopsy? Bipsy? That's it. We know three yeah. words. Yep. Mm. All right, Nigel Farage over here telling the world say no to a global digital idea thing because right next door. There I we love go, Nigel. You know, every time I see his face, like I get happy. I do too. He just is a chipper chap. He's lost weight and he's he's kept it off and he's looking really. Do you think it's because he's on uh, GB News now? I don't know. Looking all fit and maybe he's not drinking as much. Is over, maybe. But what you haven't had. Hang on, wait. He speaks English. Let's turn him up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try again. The G20 is over, <clears throat> but what you haven't heard is what was said by the unelected boss of the European Commission, Ursula von der Leyen. She said we need digital public infrastructures. Mm. What does she mean? Well, it's rather like the digital passport that Tony Blair was talking about. Already in the EU, they've got a trial going on in France and Germany. They want an EU-wide digital ID backed up by a central bank digital currency. And she now wants this to go global and I want the British government to say we want no part of it. Imagine that, a global database that could fall into the hands of bad actors and our lives be completely controlled. I want the British government to say no. The Come G20 on, Nigel. I say no and if you need us to translate mm. that, no. no. <laughs> say no to the digital ID. I agree with you from across the pond. Now we have some eco-activists here throwing orange paint on Berlin's famous Brandenburg, Brandenburg gate. It's so famous you don't know how to Demanding the end of oil. Yikes. That's all. They are getting some height oh on that paint. Oh my. That's some height on that paint. Like serious height. Like, wow. How are they going to clean that? That's what I want to know. I hope Yikes. they have to clean it. They Yikes. need to arrest those people like they do kids that engrave yep. on, like, you know, picnic tables and All stuff. All right, let's go over to Canada for a little bit. Did you know that Trudeau wants to, um, I think it was, like, to take over grocery stores. He wants to tax grocery stores uh, in order to bring, who, who have prices he feel that are too high. This week are calling and this is uh, uh, Pierre Polivier of the Opposition Party uh, there in Canada in in. Where's his glasses? The heads of the biggest glasses. grocery companies to Ottawa to talk to them about grocery prices. Do you think that's a good idea or that anything good could come out of that? Well, I would just point out that Justin Trudeau has been prime minister for eight years. If he thinks that, uh, if he admits now that grocery prices and grocery profits are too high, why hasn't he done anything about it? He's the prime minister. He's been in charge of grocery prices as much as he, today as, as he has been for the last eight years. His only plan so far has to bring, been to bring in a carbon tax on the mm. farmers who produce the food and yep. the truckers who ship the food. Let me yep. give you the results Justin Trudeau has delivered. Under Justin Trudeau, onions are up 69%. Oh my Cabbage goodness. is up 70%. 
Carrots are up 74%. Oh. Lettuce, 94%. So my question to Mr. Trudeau is now he's going to hold a big meeting to reverse the, the massive increase in onions, cabbage, carrots, and lettuce. He says by Thanksgiving he wants results. So will lettuce prices be back down to their original price by Thanksgiving? Will carrots be back down to their original price by Thanksgiving because of this big uh, photo op he's holding with gro grocery store CEOs? This is more political theater. Justin Trudeau is an actor. What we actually need is action. Oh, that was the line they worked on. That's good. It's true, though. Yeah, let me it read is. a comment over here from uh, Facebook. Neil says, I'm from Florida and would love to see Justin Trudeau and his Libby administration uh, needs to go to the pie hole is running uh, in Canada into the ground. The Democratic Socialist Party of Joe Obama is a failure to every American citizen in the U.S. Uh, the U.S. citizens have to rise up. The Canadian citizens have to rise up. Um, resistance to tyrannical government. Flunkies needs to be removed. 2024 Conservatives Party take over. Uh, this person says, Mr. Donald Trump, new president, Pierre and the conservative party in Canada stand as one changes needed ASAP. The government is not what America wants or needs hundred percent defund the machine of corruption. You know, I do think that, um, we are seeing a worldwide uprising of liberty. Mm -hmm. People are fed up and they're fed up with their lettuce doubling in price. Mm-hmm. Up 94%. I Okay, so we're in Canada. We have country. news for you. Okay. Ooh. So so for those of you that don't know, <clears throat> Justin Trudeau is prime minister. Pierre Polivier, that we just played, opposition conservative. is the conservative op opposition, but still kind Very of... Very politician-y. Yes, but Very, I like him. I do like him. He's, well, he's like milk toast. He's very bland. But he says more than he's he, literally. If you were the to compare, bar, him, here's the bar. The bar it's that very low. Set. But but I do like Pierre, and we've played a lot of him on our show, and been very excited about the things. Are you he's done. are you expecting to be, have him on our show? Is that why you're trying to make it sound like you like him? No, Pierre Polivier. Yeah, no. Okay, because no, but, but what I'm getting at is this: <clears throat> when we look at politicians, there's a lot of politicians, even in the United States, where you would go, you know what? They're okay. They're not bad. They're all right. But they're corrupt. They've got they're they're they've got like six strings instead of a hundred tied to them. Okay, but they're still. We have a man that has no strings, mm -hmm. except to God, mm -hmm. and this is what we should be seeking not only in the United States but in Canada. We and have... we're about to show you this man. Okay, okay. Grant Abraham. Okay, good, 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 good. I th okay, so this is uh, the Canadian hammer here. Uh, and I've been sent this. You guys, if you're watching from Canada, we're going to play this clip. This guy wants to bring kingdom and kingdom, the kingdom of God and the power of God to Canada. And it's awesome. And it has no volume. Hang on. Hang on. Turn it up. There you go. Uh-oh. I actually kind of wanted to watch it in Twitter so you didn't get a message pop up. Well, we're logged into Resistance Chick, so you shouldn't. Uh, the Canadian hammer. And, uh, you know, I felt that we should probably put this out again with an actual video. Yeah, but then it's uh, you know, we put one together, Grant Abraham and I, uh, last weekend, we ended up, the Holy Spirit brought us together at a, at a gathering. And uh, Brett started sharing, or uh, Grant started sharing 
with me uh, a little bit of the book that he wrote and talking about its name, which is the name is... The Battle for the Soul of Canada, Firing the Fort. Firing the Fort. And, and that spurred something into me, which was a prophetic dream that the Lord gave me four years ago about the Lord taking me into a, a blacksmith shop and he had three plates of iron, long story short, Eastern Canada, Western Canada, and the First Nations in the middle. And he had that forge red hot. And he stuck that, that iron in that fire ground. I mean, got it red hot, he'd pull it out and he would hammer on that thing and the sparks would fly. To, yeah. to meld it together is one. Mm. And, Do you, hear that, guys? you know, I look at where we are today, you know, and, and long story, he worked that thing in that blacksmith shop and dipped it in a vat of oil to temper it for strength and it was given to uh, what to me was every Canadian put into one body a very humble humble person that represented every nationality wow. within our nation and uh, anyway when I look at where we are right now you know in the nation of Canada and you know kind of the five alarm fire that we're in mm. you know and then we see Grant's book you know, he started, we're sitting around the campfire and he wrote, you know, started reading me a few chapters. And I really felt that we needed to, to share, you know, with Canada, a perspective, you know, of the ecclesia arising into its place. And, and a few other things that are coming down the pipe right now, that most really are afraid to talk about. Mm. But, uh, but Grant, I'm so thankful for you as, as a brother. And I honor you and, and the gifting that you've been given you know, right now. So, you know, maybe introduce yourself and, you know, to those that don't know you and uh, let's just jump in. Yeah, so my name's Grant Abraham. I've written this book as a Canadian that loves Canada and I'm watching what's going on. I'm seeing the rise of evil. It's not even a political policy that is offensive. It's evil. Mm. We're seeing an agenda for the normalization of pedophilia in our mm. country and the sexualization of our children. And uh, at the same time that that's going on, we're seeing our political parties, one is advancing it and the other one is not opposing it. Yeah, and so right. we're, this, is a, this is a really a discussion about how are we going to steward our light? How are we going to respond as people of faith in Canada, Muslims, mm. Jews and Christians? We're being called out by the Muslims to march for the protection of the innocence of Canadian children. Right. And yet we're, we're debating in Canada whether we should even participate or get involved because, because of what? Because we might go to Costco or because we might play golf or, or we might you know, do whatever, watch Netflix. This is, uh, we're at a point in Canada, we're at a hinge point in Canada where we're seeing the very deconstruction of our nation and we're reverting to the old pathways that we've always done. And this is a discussion really about faith. It's a discussion about how we steward our, our spiritual responsibilities in terms of engaging Canada. And if you're a, a person of Christian faith, we talk about it in the terms of what is the responsibility of those that bring the kingdom of Come God on. near into our society, into the public square. And this is a different conversation because we like talking about uh, individuals being saved or the salvation of souls, but we're not necessarily that comfortable talking about the discipling of nations. And our generation, my generation, my parents' generation have failed 
to disciple this nation. And we are now drinking of the cup of that failure and omission. And so this is this book, this discussion even, Barry, today is about what we need to do to steward the light that we are going to be accountable for because we're not to tolerate the things that are encroaching upon our freedom, our freedom of religion, our, the, the, our understanding of parental authority, and the innocence of the children of this nation. And um, so this is, this is this discussion, and this is a discussion in so many ways uh, from a Christian perspective about the kingdom of God crashing into government and what we need to do now in this generation to engage this discussion intelligently in the public square. It's not good enough anymore to simply go idly by and it does matter how we steward our votes and I think we will be accountable for those votes. Yeah, you know, I, I couldn't agree, agree more, Graham, you know, in, in our discussions and some of the things we've been talking about, you know, when, when we talk about, you know, the, the body and, and and how Christians and, and leaders have kind of postured themselves, you know, over the, the past, you know, decades. Uh, you know, we've left a lot of room for compromise. You know, I look at even, you know, the, the shutdowns, you know, here over the last few years, and, you know, the government relief that was was given to, to many churches, which they accepted. And, and I, you know, in talking to some of the officials that I know, some of those churches financially did better during those shutdown days than they did if they kept the doors open. And instead of kind of standing for, you know, protecting their, you know, their flock. And so, you know, when you, when you, you know, kind of bow down to, and, and in fact, you know, take the silver, you know, was one term that was used, you know, to, to kind of keep that. And so you've got, you know, the, the CRTC, you know, kind of hanging over the heads of many, You've got Revenue Canada hanging over over the the denominations, you know, and a lot of different bodies, you know, where they're afraid to ruffle any feathers, you know, in light of lo losing some of those right, privileges. Right. But but in doing so, it silences their voice for standing for truth and righteousness as as we're called to. Right. You know, in love. Okay, so I'm going to pause this. I want you guys to go to the Can the Canadian Hammer. Okay, on Facebook, on Facebook, and watch him now, Michelle. If you would go to canadaspromise.com, that is uh, Grant's uh, website, Canada's Promise. And if you guys want to find out more, which I suggest every Canadian, okay, uh, you can get Grant's book on a five-alarm fire alert that could save Canada's promise. The legal framework that supports our way of life is being deconstructed and rewritten before our eyes. This brutal truth will never be told to us directly as a statement of policy to vote against until it's too late for us to respond meaningfully. This is a wake-up call for the conservative right in Canada that reveals a paradigm shift for how to deal with the corrosive leftist agenda that is destroying our nation and ultimately ask the question that will be uh, that will unsettle Every Harper 2.0 conservative candidate, I don't even know what that means, but I guess that's a good thing. If the liberals can deconstruct Canada with a minority government, imagine what the populists and social conservatives and the Christian right can do to reshape the political landscape by presenting a united voice that champions core values. They have a motto, and it is C to C. And they want to see God move from sea to sea. They want to restore Canada's I that promise. What said about Nicaragua? I don't know. Maybe it's them. Uh, he says, recently I've had the opportunity to connect with many of you again as you have been looking for a uh, 
receipt from the Conservative Party of Canada. I want, wanted to personally thank each of you again for your generous support for his campaign, but they wouldn't let him run. Now, there are some things going on behind the scenes, and I want every Canadian to email grantforcanada at gmail.com. Grantforcanada at gmail.com because they need signatures. <clears throat> they don't need a lot. I think it was like 77 when we heard. And it may not sound like a lot to you guys, but they need these signatures. So if you know of anybody that lives in Canada, have them email grantforcanada at gmail.com so that they can... So this is not... Your signature isn't, I'm going to vote for this guy. Mm -hmm. Your signature is, I want him to be on the ballot. I no, want... no, no, there's no, there's no ballot. There's, there's no, no ballot. That just, I, I don't know exactly what they're doing. Okay, I thought it was something. It is, there is something. Okay. But they need some signatures and they need you guys to get involved. Okay. So Canadians... Contact them. Okay. Okay. They're they're doing something. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about it or not. That's what I was just writing. But they did. They need the signatures. I. But there's no ballot. There's no ballot. That's what I'm trying to tell you that I know of yet. Okay. Corey's in the chat. Maybe Corey can straighten some of this stuff out. Corey, I hope you just that interviewed him and you just played it. Corey, we, go, guys, is they the need these signatures by October. Kingdom Business Roundtable. They need these signatures. If you're in Canada and you want to help save save Canada, this is why I don't like secrets. And Corey, I'm really bad at them. So please don't ever trust me in something that's really really important because I do my very 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 best. Um, to keep secrets but if they need signatures then you need to know what you're signing yeah so that's why i'm saying the email that's what they're that's, that's what i was told okay. email vant grant for canada for right. for canada and they will give you all the information you need to know okay okay Corey's video on let me sh screen share this on his channel kingdom business lifestyle on rumble has the whole interview it's a pre-launch i think it's going to go on the kingdom um no the cat is out of the bag all right thank you jeez Okay, he says, Arvid, interview on the roundtable is going to explain it all. If you guys want to watch tomorrow night... They're forming a political party, and they need signatures to form the political party, but I don't think it's about getting somebody on the ballot. It's to, to be able to form the party. Okay, I don't really understand all of, of Canadian Canada's politics or yeah. what they're trying to do here, but Corey says that their interview on the roundtable is going to explain it all. So, okay. you can, if you want to watch the pre-launch of it, you can go to Kingdom Business Lifestyle on Rumble. There's Corey right there. You guys are very familiar with him on our channel. Um, it's titled Powerful New Hope for Canada with Grant Abraham. Yes. Crashing into government. Love it. Or you can watch it tomorrow if you guys are used to watching the Kingdom Roundtable on either Kingdom Roundtable on Rumble or on Resistance Chicks on Rumble. You can watch it. It will premiere tomorrow and you can be in the chat and talk amongst yourselves. And there let me show you night, um, reasons why you would want to do this. Look at this. A Canadian school board is reviewing library books and removing any that do not pass their diversity standard. The removed books will be thrown out, not donated, because they are causing harm and are not suitable for any learners. Get this. Look at this. Look at this. CBC News. A new book weeding process in an Ontario school board was intended to ensure school library books are inclusive. It appears to have led some schools to remove thousands of books published in 2008 or earlier. Their library shelves are absolutely, they went through and they threw out everything that wasn't, that didn't have diversity, equity, and inclusion. So Corey says that he has, um, in the description of that video, he says he has the steps for what to do. Okay, he great. Says, Tomorrow's live will have more. Perfect. Um, and he says it is a new conservative party. Correct. Awesome. I'm so excited for you guys in Thank Canada. You, I'm glad that Corey gets to let it out of the bag and, and, and you did first. This year, I came into my school library and there are rows and rows of empty shells with absolutely no books. A 10th grader said. 
50% of the school's books are gone. I would just like to state that I literally wrote here, I didn't see him declare his candidacy here or anything like that or the new party. And then I said, Corey said not to tell people that he, that this was happening But I yet. was messaging one of his friends and, and she said that she said, I, what I'm trying to do is say as, as much as I am not good at keeping secrets because I get verklempst, I mean to keep them. No, Very much I would not bring soul. it up unless I had been in contact with somebody else and okay. they're ready. They want it out I'm there. And I'm thinking to myself, I've gotten signatures. You, you got to get it out there. Okay. You need the signatures. Get it. Listen, you could do it now. Or you could do it later. Let's get it done now. All right. Catholic teachers stand in solidarity with the two SLGBTQIA plus students. Wait, is that two spirit? What do you mean and two why spirit? do they get to go first? What's the two S? And why do they get to go first? Hang on, wait, what? Wouldn't it be LGBTIQIA plus 2S? Because LGBT starts first. Like, they were here first. What? The LG always gets to start. So, They're at the front of the line. And you know what has happened is the uh, the Scrabble board got all mixed up and they didn't put it back right. <laughs> There's too many there. You only get eight. Don't you? In Scrabble? Yeah. So that's and cheating. There's no plus sign in Somebody's Scrabble. cheating. And communities, students and communities, pretty much isn't that everyone then? And strive each and every day to create a safe and welcoming environment for all. Ford Nation's comments are shameful, disrespectful, and potentially harmful. Premier Ford's recent comments, which accused school boards and teachers of indoctrinating students by protecting students' right to use gender pronouns of their choice, are shameful and disrespectful and potentially harmful to Catholic teachers will continue to strongly condemn any attempt to spread hate and bigotry in any form, including any attempt to per pursue reckless or harmful policy. That is from somebody there. At Let me explain something to you. Lucy. I need to talk to you about something. Last time I checked, Here it comes. I know I don't have me a Catholic Bible, but it is almost the same except for it got some Apocrypha in it. Okay. And last time I heard in the Catholic Bible, which you are, I think, supposed to be following if you are Catholic, okay, is that God created them male and female. And I thought that y'all were following Jesus, okay? Now, if you want to be some other kind of school, just don't call yourself Catholic, okay? But do not call yourself Catholic if you don't want to be Catholic. If you don't want to be a Christian, if you don't want to follow the teachings of Jesus, if you don't want to follow the Bible, ain't nobody making you do that. Ain't nobody making you start a school that's Catholic. I'm not being forced to start a Catholic school. Are you being forced to start a Catholic school? Are you being forced to teach at a Catholic school? Nobody's forcing you to be there, okay? But what you can't do is rewrite the Bible. <laughs> Okay, I draw the line. And other Catholics are drawing I'm not even Catholic, but I'm drawing the line with the Catholics. Okay? Over here, listen. They already pray to Mary. Let you pray to Mary. That's Catholic teaching. Okay? You do your thing. Right? I'm not going to tell you to stop, but I will debate you on it. However, Catholics going to Catholic. Oh, and no. that ain't Catholic. Okay. And I good. know it. Because my family was Catholic. My grandmama was Catholic. They came over Catholic from Germany Catholic. They had a billion kids Catholic. Okay? I took my grandmama to church Catholic every Sunday for like two or three years Catholic. I know that they do not go down this road, at least in their teachings. Now, we do know there are some mm -mm, uh, 
yeah, popes and, and priests and stuff. Okay, but that's not part of Catholic teaching. So come on, you're supposed to keep that on the down low. Okay, okay, right. okay, okay. You know the Catholic priest supposed to keep that that on the down low. Because they aren't allowed to do that stuff. Come on. So Corey says they are trying to arrest parents five years in prison if they are trying to change their kids' minds about gender change while pedophiles get three years. Okay, speaking of pedophiles, is Russell Brand a pedophile? Supposedly okay. he had a some... A rapist or a pedophile? I don't well, think. supposedly there... he had a relationship with a 16-year-old. Okay. Now, that is an age of consent in the UK, not in my book. But this is the whole Roy Moore thing all over again. Okay, but the difference is Roy Moore didn't sleep with anybody. But Russell Brand, he was like a alley cat. Okay? Oh, yeah. He was like, good. boom, 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 boom. Now, he has apologized. So I want to do this a little bit backwards when it comes to Russell Brand. Because I don't know which way to go because you always you, if, if somebody has been accused of something you you do want to take no we're seriously. not i don't here's the deal i i'm not going to take any kind of stance other than the facts and to and to me i will present to you the facts That's with the my opinion um but my opinion is not a it's not a a character reference it's not a statement <clears throat> of claim it's not a there's no way this could have been okay it's we more, are since he is now being tried in the court a public opinion and every newspaper in uh england or the uk whatever don't you want to really call want it. to share a daily mail article screen just oh, because of all sorry. the ads i know okay well if there's any other way to get to what you want to get to can we can we block the ads in the daily mail let's see sometimes you can let's try oh looky there uh they won't allow me to read the article will they um, I just wanted to show them the pictures and nobody else has this, this, this show. Nobody else Let has. Let me see if I can pull up the pictures separately. Okay. So I wanted to show people this side of Russell Brand. Of a family dad with who he's married to now. Okay. So Russell Brand was definitely a philanderer wandering around kind of crazy, um, for years, but he has married. And to this girl, now their age difference is quite fantastical in my opinion. He is 48 and she is 36. And they did meet when she was 18. So he definitely liked young girls. Um, but they haven't been together since she was 18. But they are together. Yeah. And um, they have a family. And they seem rather adorable together. And I would like to believe that he has turned a new leaf. Okay, I would like to believe that. But the question remains, is he a rapist? I don't know. But I will play for you. Okay, that's probably good. I brought them all up. We're going through them. Okay. I'll go She's, through them that's fast. her sister. She's an actress. Okay, walking his dog with his baby. Okay. Okay, there we go. All right, so I want to play. Oh, there's my notifications. That's not the window I wanted up, but that's okay. We're going to go over here. I think they're over here. To Maloney. Oh, shoot. Here we go. Sorry, guys. You're getting a prediction of the show. I know. We're going to go to the... I'm actually going to come off of Facebook for that one. All right. So I'm going to play uh, Katie Hopkins first and see what she has to say. So it is early and I can barely see through my own eyes, but I thought it was important to state a few things about Russell Brand. Number one... 
Russell Brand always said he had sex addiction. He's written about it. He's documented it. It's something that was in his past. And he may have had more sex with more people than others, almost, but he was never trying to hide all of that. I'm sure many of the finger pointing, good and great, wouldn't like all of their past dug up and put on camera either. Second, if you want to make a documentary with shocking evidence about someone you're trying to take down and you tell people they can sit in the shadows and not have to show their faces, well, you know, many people would be prepared to do that because if you can't see the person, it's also hard to see their truth, isn't it? And you'll notice that the left, the Guardian, the Olympic Committee, everybody, they loved Russell. I remember when Russell broke into my LBC radio studios to call me a Nazi. The left loved Russell at that time and they couldn't promote him more heavily. They thought he was absolutely fantastic. It's not until he started spitting facts on COVID that they decided he had to be got rid of, particularly after he appeared on American TV screens talking truth about Big Pharma and the billionaires that have been created with your tax revenue. And now they're coming out and saying that he reverse engineered his move over to the freedom movement. He reverse engineered speaking out for people who disagreed with lockdowns, who see what's coming, who know that they're trying to take control away from the people. They're saying he reverse engineered this in order to try and build up a cultist following so that when all of this came out, he would have cover. I mean, if you're playing a game of top tenuous, that's about as tenuous as it gets. And the truth, because mainstream isn't that clever, the Guardian aren't that clever, is that Channel 4 heavily promoted brand all the time that they wanted to. Now, the establishment has been looking for revenge. Revenge for Hugh Edwards. They've wanted someone from our side, the side that simply wants everyone to be okay, to pick off. And so they just regurgitated old shit about Russell. They found some people willing to sit in the dark and say stuff that pretty much Russell had already fessed up to already. And now that he's a clean living guy, certainly cleaner living than I am, um, with a happy and stable life and a sold out tour and a successful media platform still, he has to be culled. And if there's one thing I do know about, it's being completely eviscerated from the face yeah, of the planet. Yeah, she lost her show. It happened to me many moons ago, but perhaps, just perhaps, we've been around long enough now for other people to see what's being done. Uh -huh. You don't have to support Russell. You don't have to love Russell. You don't have to say that there maybe haven't been a few issues in the past like there have in all of our lives. But please see what's being done to him. They want to eviscerate him from the planet, and I know it personally. <clears throat> They will keep coming until he swings from a tree. And as a father to two children and one unborn as yet, I think it's very important that Russell understands that every day he prevails, every day he persists is a day that he wins. And actually, it doesn't matter what people say you are. 
even Russell calling me a Nazi. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters, Russell, actually, is that you know who you are. And as long as you know that you're a good person and you've tried to do the right thing by most people, then everything will be okay. So to Russell Brown from me, um, keep going. And to everybody else out there who's willing to see that you shouldn't be eviscerated purely because of your opinions, thank you very much for helping support someone. Okay, so going. Barry, which one did you want me to play? Um, you gotta, you gotta I don't see this. We don't see one from the sun. I don't see the one that's, we that's see one from, from the GB sun. News I see Sky the Sky News. News one and a GB News one. So you can send that. You can tell me which one in the chat. Um, but I do. Before I appreciate these comments from Katie okay. because she has been thrown under the bus. And, and before there was a rumble, she lost her whole livelihood. Yeah. She lost her whole standing. She was a, a she was a contributor to the Daily Mail. Yeah. She was friends with Pierce Morgan. Yeah. She uh, had her own LBC show. Right. L both LBC knocked off uh, Nigel and Katie. We right. watched the cancelization of everybody in the UK, right? Yeah. It was, uh, 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 it was a massacre, okay? And so for with Russell Brand, I would say this. Andrew Tate is doing that. He has um cozied up to the right but here's the difference between andrew tate and russell brand russell brand has come out and said everything that i did back then was wrong he said i shouldn't watch porn i shouldn't be sleeping around he's married he, he's married to the wife of his he's kind he's gentle you watch the videos he swears and he's he's a little bit eh. but by and large he is kind and if, if that was andrew tate if he had come out and said that was a horrible past uh, but no, Andrew Tate literally just tweeted out yesterday that it's demasculating for a man to get on a knee to propose to a woman. Jeez. He Okay, so Andrew Tate is doing that, what they're accusing Russell Brand of doing. Exactly. So I don't, uh, that's why I'm leaning in the, in the tank. You of, have to be careful when, because it's, and it, listen, I don't have to tiptoe around anything. I'm going to tell you guys something. We are, this is a Christian show. If you don't want to watch a Christian show, this is not the show for you. We are going to show you that the Bible talks about equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. It's called discernment. Now, I do not know Russell Brand or Andrew Tate enough to be able to give like a definitive yes, no, whatever. But I can tell you that from where I sit, I can discern fairly clearly where both of these men are at now. Right. Okay. And I'm telling you that Russell Brand is on a path towards Jesus and it is genuine. You can see that his path is genuine. When you look at Andrew Tate, he goes, you see that his path is pure deception. So Tate is all about lust. Russell Brand is about love. Yeah. Andrew Tate is about power. Russell Brand is about um, like humility and, and, I don't know. I just want to play. I'm just going to play a few of these videos here. This is a girl. Okay. This is a video of a girl who was, who dated him, spent a weekend with him and said that she was uh, contacted to say bad things about um, him. I actually know who this is about and I have the receipts. I was contacted in June by a journalist uh, regarding a video I made uh, about a certain celebrity and a weekend that we shared together. The video is kind of viral, uh, it's on my page somewhere if you want to go see it. And that certain somebody was, as most of you will be aware, Mr. Brand. They weren't going to use my story because it didn't fit the narrative 
for their documentary because he wasn't an asshole to me. <laughs> but here are some of the messages. Obviously, I will take out the person's name and stuff. We had a phone call. She contacted me for more information and I didn't contact her back because I kind of felt like it would be mean. Anyway, there you go. Put your bets on. It's a documentary about the one and only Mr. Russell. So they were purposely trying to find dirt on him. Yeah. We know that much. That's one. This is what this is probably why. Now there's an I think there's an F uh, in here. Yes. So. Out of respect for you and your show, <laughs> I've brought some facts. <laughs> Would you like <laughs> you just get the fuck out of here. We do, we like facts. I love facts. I wouldn't have mentioned it. I'm English and you know that politeness is our fundamental religion. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they do pertain to this issue, so may I say some please, of them? Please, if they inconvenience you, I I I'll stop saying them. The pandemic created at least 40 new far big pharma billionaires. Pharmaceutical corporations like Moderna and Pfizer made $1,000 of profit every second from the COVID-19 <laughs> vaccine. More than well. two-thirds of Congress received campaign funding from pharmaceutical companies in the 2020 election. Pfizer chairman Albert Baller told Time magazine in July 2020 that his company was developing a COVID vaccine for the good of humanity, not for money. And of course, Pfizer made $100 billion okay. in profit right. in 2022. Right. And may I just mention that finally, and these are, this is also a fact, that you, the American public, funded the development of that. The German public funded the BioNTech vaccine. When it came to the profits, they took the profits. When it came to the funding, you paid for the funding. All I'm querying is this, yes. is if you have uh. an economic system in which pharmaceutical companies benefit hugely from medical emergencies, where a military industrial okay. complex benefits from war, where energy companies benefit from energy crises, you are going to These generate right. states of perpetual crisis, yes. where the interests of ordinary and, and, people well, yes. separate from the interests that Bill Maher is just trying to like get him to just stop because Pfizer is one of our biggest, you know, sponsors. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, uh, Love you already, but I have to say that it's it's disingenuous <laughs> to claim that the biases that are exhibited on Fox News are any different from the biases exhibited on MSNBC. It's difficult to suggest that's, that's... that these corporations operate as anything other than mouthpieces for their affiliate owners in BlackRock and Vanguard. And, and unless we start to embrace, and, and also, mate, like just spiritually, if I may use that word in your great country, we have to take responsibility for our own perspective. I, I've been on that MSNBC, yeah, mate. It was right. propagandist nutcrackery yeah. on there. Having, you, I went on a show called Morning Joe. Yeah. It was absurd the way they carried <laughs> Good on. Morning Joe. Yes. Yeah, it, I don't it. know what it was. It wasn't morning. There was no one called Joe there. No one could concentrate. They didn't understand the basic tenets of journalism. No one was willing to stick up for genuine American heroes uh, like Edward Snowden. No one was willing to talk about Julian Assange and what he suffered trying to bring real journalism to the American people. And I to sit within the castle of MSNBC throwing rocks oh. at Fox News is ludicrous. My friend, Make MSNBC better. Make MSNBC great again. My friend, I would love. I would. The moment the moment. the monetary right. can win on Joe. Russell, Russell, darling, um, the moment that you give me a specific example. An actual example. Okay, I'll give you oh, one. Right, just wait, just wait, 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 just specific example. How about, let me tell you what the specific example I'd like to hear of. I'd like to hear a specific example, a provable specific example of an MSNBC correspondent or anchor being on television, saying something they knew was false, and were saying behind the scenes to people, this is, I'm about to go out, and we know 
that we know that the election wasn't stolen You've or something equivalent. Example. But I will go. I but I will go saying. out. But I will go out on television and say the okay. opposite. I will lie. When's I'll, my answer? We're, we're, give, just give me a give me the specific example. I understand the basic point. Give me a specific I, 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 example. I, 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 all right, okay. I'm with you. I think it's a false equivalency, Russell. It's a false equivalency. It's not I, about bias. It's a false equivalency because you don't <clears> actually know anything about any of these organizations you're talking about. Even on MSNBC once. Big fucking deal. My darling, it was more than enough. You can't come up with a You don't have a single, you have a single actual fact. Do you want an example? Do you want an example? The ludicrous, outrageous criticisms of Joe Rogan around ivermectin, deliberately referring to it as a horse medicine when they know it's an effective medicine. What a Rachel Maddow turning up on the TV saying, if you take this vaccine, you're not going to get it, when it hadn't been clinically trialed for transmission. You have to listen. Do you think you can improve response. America I by determinately and avowedly condemning Fox News without acknowledging that you're participating in the same game. I'm... Did you not just listen to Bernie <laughs> Sanders, someone who plainly legitimately believes in this country and believes it's possible to change, but is bound by corruption, is bound by the lobbying system? Surely it's clear to you, Bill, as one of the great pundits and experts and comic voices that systemic change is required. Money has to be taken out of politics. We need new political systems that genuinely represent ordinary Americans so that we can overcome cultural differences. And bickering about which propagandist network is the worst is not going to save a single American life, not improve the life of a single American child, not going to improve America's standing in the world, and the world needs a strong America. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. So you have an obligation, a duty, not to condemn these people. So his example that there of Rachel Maddow coming out and saying, take the thing and you won't get the thing. Or condemning or, Joe Reagan saying that it's horse Joe medicine. Saying that, it's horse that was medicine. a lie. And, and, here's the, and if it wasn't a lie, here's the deal. If it wasn't a lie that MSNBC and all of these news pundits came out and said, don't take this horse paste because it's horse paste. At the very minimum, they are the lowest level of journalists because there is a whole, there are decades and decades and decades of proof of ivermectin being used prescriptionally for human beings mm -hmm. and effectively and very safely. And there are like next to no side effects. And so there's all of that proof. And so if they, if they were not lying by calling it horse paste. They are the worst journalist on the planet. You should never watch their network. Absolutely. Now here is his defense of his pre-defense before the, the women launched their channel where we could oh, hang on a second. The pre-defense. I think like so. He knew the, what was coming out. And yeah. He went ahead they and had did told a video. him eight days before. Okay. Well, there you go. Let's hear from the horse's mouth. Hello there, you Awakening Wonders. Now, this isn't the usual type of video we make on this channel where we critique, attack, and undermine the news in all its corruption, because in this story, I am the news. I've received two extremely disturbing letters, or a letter and an email, one from a mainstream media TV company, one from a newspaper listing a litany of extremely egregious and aggressive attacks, as well as some pretty stupid stuff, like uh, my community festival should be stopped, that I shouldn't be able to attack mainstream media narratives on this channel. But amidst this litany of astonishing, rather baroque attacks are some very serious allegations that I absolutely refute. 
These allegations pertain to the time when I was working in the mainstream, when I was in the newspapers all the time, when I was in the movies. And as I've written about extensively in my books, I was very, very promiscuous. Now, during that time of promiscuity, the relationships I had were absolutely always consensual. I was always transparent about that then, almost too transparent. And I'm being transparent about it now as well. And to see that transparency metastasized into something criminal that I absolutely deny makes me question is there another agenda at play? Particularly when we've seen coordinated media attacks before, like with Joe Rogan, when he dared to take a medicine that the mainstream media didn't approve of. And we saw a spate of headlines from media outlets across the world using the same language. I'm aware that you guys have been saying in the comments for a while, watch out, Russell, they're coming for you. You're getting too close to the truth. Russell Brand did not kill himself. I know that a year ago, there was a spate of articles. Russell Brand's a conspiracy theorist. Russell Brand's right wing. I'm aware of news media making phone calls, sending letters to people I know for ages and ages. It's been clear to me, or at least it feels to me like there's a serious and concerted agenda to control these kind of spaces and these kind of voices. And I mean my voice along with your voice. I don't mind them using my books and my stand up to talk about my promiscuous consensual conduct in the past. What I seriously refute are these very, very serious criminal allegations. Also, it's worth mentioning that there are witnesses whose evidence directly contradicts the narratives that these two mainstream media outlets are trying to construct, apparently in what seems to me to be a coordinated attack. Now, I don't want to get into this any further because of the serious nature of the allegations, but I feel like I'm being attacked and plainly they are working very closely together. We are obviously going to look into this matter because it's very, very serious. In the meantime, I want you to stay close, stay awake, but more important than any of that, if you can, please stay free. So I don't know if, if, the, if, the, if, the, if the, the quote unquote victims are shrouded in secrecy and not coming forward to tell their story mm -hmm. and trying to do it like behind the scenes and he's coming out to tell his side of the story. I will just tell you he's way more believable. Now, he's an actor. Well, and he said something, again, speaking to what I said to Horatio, who's in the UK that messaged me earlier and, and, and let me know about this. Mm -hmm. um, I said, I, I literally used the word transparent. I mm -hmm. said, Russell Brand has always been ridiculously transparent about everything. And he even said, maybe even sometimes too transparent about my past. And maybe that's why they looked into it. Yeah. Yes, well, it's uh, across all the papers this morning, as you would expect. The comedian and actor Russell Brand has been accused of rape, sexual assault and emotional abuse during a seven-year period at the height of his fame. Four women have alleged sexual assaults between 2006 and 2013, whilst he was a presenter for BBC Radio 2 and Channel 4, and then, of course, an actor in Hollywood films. Others have made a range of accusations about his controlling, abusive and predatory behaviour. Well, the findings come from a joint investigation by the Sunday Times, The Times and Channel 4 dispatches. The allegations include crew members on his Big Brother spin-off programme claiming they were made to feel as though they were working as a pimp by approaching young women on his behalf and claims that he raped a woman at his Los Angeles home. Their interviews are voiced by actors in the Channel 4 programme and you may find some of this content a little bit distressing. He's grabbing at my my underwear, pulling it to the side. I'm telling him to get off me and he won't get off. Like holding me up against the wall, pushing himself in me. He grabbed me and got me on the bed. I was fully clothed and he was naked at this point and he held me down and he was just aggressively trying to, you know, me. 
I was like, oh my God, he raped me. He um, forced his penis down my throat and I couldn't, and somebody that's what it was regarding. And I was said, that's regarding what's all Brand being a sex offender. Well, on social media, Brand has denied utterly the allegations and said his relationships have all been consensual. This is what he said on Twitter on Friday evening. Amidst this litany of astonishing, rather... News reporter Stephanie Tetchy, who's here. Morning, Morning I mean, These are very yeah. serious claims being made. It is. As Russell Brand said there, he's always been transparent about his his attitude towards sex and the amount of women he's seen over the years. That's not a shock. What has been shocking now is hearing the side of these four women and the claims that they are making against Russell Brand. Having been in the showbiz industry for a long time, I've never seen a sting like this, an operation where we've had a newspaper and dispatches come together because they've been working on this for the past year, gathering all this evidence. Much, Not many people knew about it. So they've definitely done it in a different way. Russell Brand rightly so came up with this video because he had right of reply, but he's known about this for the past eight days. Days. So he knew that there was going to be a storm brewing in public. But for Russell Brand, it's been business as usual. He performed at a sold out gig in Wembley yesterday, arrived a bit later, it was an hour later. Some people say he was a bit flustered on stage more than usually he might be. Um, so for Russell Brand, he's determined to fight these allegations. But they have been horrific to hear the side of the story of these women. Yes, and of course, we have to remember, innocent until proven guilty. Yes. Um, and last night will have felt to some people like trial by media and I think and it sort of reminds me of the time oh pardon me I've got a squeaky chair it, it sort of reminds me of the time when the BBC sent helicopters mm -hmm. to spy in on Cliff Richard's house mm -hmm. while it were being raided by police in that people are going to make up their minds but actually what we heard last night was only one side of the story it was very one-sided and it was very dramatized you know I think usually there's a bit of respect if, if the newspapers are going to break, break such stories where they might put it in the newspapers and leave this this was coming into people's homes and they've been working on this as I said for the past year so they've had a very long time to present a very well put together case. Um, but Russell Brand is not someone to take these things lying down. Um, he's been very, very transparent about all of his addictions. He's very much a dark character, but over the past few years, he's transformed himself. He's become almost a cultural activist, and he's actually been someone who's actually been supporting women's rights. So this is why it's at odds, because I feel like they were portraying an old Russell Brand between 2007 and two, 2006 and 2013, but these are still accusations oh, yes. which people are going to, maybe police are going to have to investigate. Well, I was going to say, this is, this is where it, it does become difficult as Anne said trial by media in mm. that you know the, these are very serious allegations but what we aren't seeing at the moment at least is a police investigation well I can imagine that they were watching last night and you know we've had some damaging claims of rape grooming one of the accusers is just 16 was 16 years old when she met Brand so for her to be talking about that turmoil people are always asked why now why do you want to speak now mm. and she feels that no 16 year old should be managed to be groomed by a man in, her, in his 30s so she's calling for changes to be made there's accusations of when Russell Brand was at the BBC, where, when he was at Big Brother, having these kind of control over women. So there's going to be questions about duty of care, which we've seen previously on yes. the Philip Schofield case <clears throat> and on the Hugh Edwards thing. So beyond these cases, there's always that bigger question of duty of care and who knew what. Yes, because yeah. it's one thing uh, for him to say these relationships were consensual and they happened at home mm -hmm. or something like that. But then there's a whole other issue yeah. of things that he is alleged to have done, absolutely appalling behaviour yeah. that he's alleged to have made mm -hmm. whilst he was at the BBC yeah. in studios, whilst he was at Channel 4 yeah. in studios. And that brings in a whole new, as you said, yeah. the question of duty of care of those particular um, institutions. And I think, you know, from watching last night, it was almost Russell Brand was portrayed as a martyr. And that's the problem with these kind of situations. You 
realise how did someone get away with this kind of behaviour for so long. But it's not surprising to the public. I think, as I've said, Russell Brand has written it in books extensively. You know, he's had a very abusive past. His father used to take him to brothels to sleep with prostitutes. So what? he's always, you know, he's a dark and sordid mm. character. So it's not a surprise. And that's why I think maybe some of the public will sit on the fence about this situation. Mm. Well, we shall just say he, he denies these very serious claims against him. And we will have to see whether the police do decide or not to take up an yeah. investigation. Yeah. Um, Stephanie, for now, thanks Thank very you. much indeed. So the, the, wow. the question being posed here, and this is my question that I have. Interesting. Um, and it, when we see a, they, this, this woman said that they've been working on this for a year, and, it, and she calls it kind of a sting, a collaboration between two media outlets. When you see it come out as a television broadcast, but there's so far, it would seem, I don't know all the details, it would seem that there was no attempt to go to authorities with this in conjunction with we're going to so broadcast let me explain so something. If, if, if somebody you, has committed a crime... Wait, wait, wait. I, I understand there's a statute of limitations. I get that. I don't think there's a statute of limitations. That, that, that 2004, 2013, right? there shouldn't be, there so, shouldn't so be a statute of limitations. So what I'm saying is, how come these women aren't... There should be, at this point... We should be looking at... Okay, like, so here's the op complete opposite with Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate, the Romanian authorities, came, it came out of nowhere. Right. The Romanian authorities, the Romanian government... That was the government, and this is the media. And if these people were trying to... They, obviously, they were contacting a lot of women that he, that, that, that he slept with. Pretty much. They probably contacted any woman. That okay. Can, that can you tell me something? Them. Can you tell me something? Right. They're not caring about the females. They want to use them as fodder. And that is extremely wrong because here's the thing. Difference between Andrew Tate, uh, Romania, filing charges. Mm -hmm. right. And if, if they were waiting for the documentary to go to the police, how egregious, and it's not really a crime. Yeah. You don't think it's a crime. Yeah. Because if I know of a crime... I don't, I don't think to myself, I'm going to take a year and make a documentary because that you're trying to try him in public opinion. Because here's the thing. You're if he trying actually to take is, hang on, the wait, jury. Wait, wait a minute. If he really is a rapist. Yeah. Then you have to, you have to submit that to authorities because what if he rapes bingo, again? Bingo. Bingo. What kind of person are you? You don't get to, you don't get to be the, you don't get to be the sting police. To be like, oh, if he's really a criminal and he needs to pay his time, you tell police right, right away. away. Right away. And here's the thing. I understand if girls don't want to tell the police because it's scary and you don't know really what happened. But when the people are contacting them, these the, the, the Channel 4 and the BBC knowing this, mm -hmm. they don't think it's a crime. Because they would have went to the police. They just think it's a sensational otherwise, story. Otherwise, this would be like... They did go to the police, but the media doesn't get to coordinate with the police. Mm -hmm. You don't get to coordinate with the police on a trial, Michelle. Right. Wait, could you wait to arrest them, police officers, until I get my documentary out there so we can get the, the narrative Unless, set for the whole jury pool? Unless to be... they have done something like that. Exactly. Unless so, they have done something like I that. I will tell you this. I have seen, I, the evidence that I have seen, I'm going to put Russell Brand to the side. The, the BBC and Channel 4 are criminals. Oh, yeah. They should be arrested. Because they're either making it up and lying. Mm-hmm. Or they didn't report a crime. 
and they didn't care about the crime. They're despicable they about the story and lower than life. Now, again, this is it, 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 for somebody like Russell Brand mm -hmm. to have the, the the type of sordid past that he does have. Yeah. You need this. Yeah. Um, to then go to you know, you know such extreme switch mm -hmm. right that he has knowing his past i i'm just thinking to myself okay would he yeah it's like we donald trump they have colonoscopied that man to try to find something on him mm -hmm. and they and they haven't been able to find anything anything criminal yeah but with with russell brand with your past being as sorted as it is he had to know that at some point something like this was mm -hmm. likely to come down the line. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that maybe he might even take a little bit of a Paul stance on this. Like, listen, my past was really, really bad and really, really sinful. So mm -hmm. I think that's why he's probably able to be as calm as he is. Mm -hmm. Because he's like, yeah, I've had a really, really bad past. So whatever's mm -hmm. coming, I'll face it. That's kind of what and I'm And you seeing. should. And you should. Okay. All right. So, guys... We're going to say goodbye to Facebook for a second. I want everybody on Facebook to join us on Rumble because I'm going to talk about Italy, the last story of the day. Uh, but we're going to talk about migrants, and I have no idea where it's going to go. Um, All right, and I'm dropping the Rumble link in the chat. There's no just so that we can be uncensored as there. possible. Join us over uh, at Rumble, and please subscribe over there. Now, a few housekeeping things. Guys, do we do ads? No, we don't. But we have people that we support we want you to support, too. Number one, what do we do? Vicky Natali, OBE, the Flawless Face Serum is our favorite. I use it every day. It will help you with the bags that um, Kitty Hopkins had under she, her eyes. You know what? I if she, I could, I, I would send, send her some, one of these. I would legit. Because in the morning, I don't know what she yeah. does. Because during the day, she doesn't look like that. So she wakes up with, you know, kind of the puffiness under your eyes. I do too. Vicky Natali's Flawless Face Serum is awesome. So go to organicbodyessentials.com. And use promo code RC. There's a whole host of amazing products there. I just saw a video this morning from His Glory and their revival. It looks super awesome. Every purchase benefits His Glory as well, which is yeah. super cool. And I love that. So organicbodyessentials.com. Organicbodyessentials.com. Remember, go to my pillow and go to Frank or go go. Are they supposed to do the Frank speech thing? Sign up. You totally can. Frank Social. So if you're not on Frank Social, then you need to be. It's super fun place over there. I really like it. Go to Frank's, franksocial.com and you can click the sponsor button. When you sponsor resistance chicks, you're not really just sponsoring resistance chicks. A good portion of that's going to the Lindell Offense Fund. You've got all the pillows you need. You've got all the sheets you need. But by golly, you want to support the mill pillow man. Well, you can do it and support resistance chicks at the same time. So that's, I don't have an ad for that one. And yes, we, we do have them. ads. You said, we do we have ads? Yes, we have ads. And they love us over there at Frank Speech and I love them. And Frank Social. And Frank Social. Um, but if you want to support the pillow man via pillows, you can go yeah. to mypillow.com forward slash RC or forward slash resistance chicks and use promo code you RC. You got a blowout sale on the percal sheets. That's yeah, awesome. All right. You got go get your summer sandals and your winter set. You knew what you need. You need some my slippers before it gets chilly. And they just had a blowout sale. On I those. love my light. My I'm gonna take them camping. My, my I'm slippers. taking my my slippers camping as well. All right, join us at Bards Fest this week, uh, you guys. The 21st to the 23rd, it will change your life. Tickets are donation only, guys. We want everybody to come. Bring your kids. We've got a bouncy house. They're gonna have a movie night. They're gonna teach survival skills. You're gonna learn the kids are gonna learn how to make sourdough. Maybe you can go over there and learn a little bit of. We're gonna teach a dehydrating class, I think. Um, and we're going to ha have some kids songs. It's going to be kids are kids, uh, schedule is jam packed. 
Adult schedule the is adult jam-packed. Sc- schedule is jam-packed. Bring it up. Let's bring up the speakers here. Um, I don't know if we've got a speaker list, but we could bring we could show them the behind the hand list. We are we are this we are the, the we're making the list. We're putting it together. Let me scroll down here. There's the flyer. Right wow. There. Brad Cummings did the Founders Bible. You guys know Pete Chambers. Uh, you got Joe Vega. Dr. Lee Merritt. Our buddy Neil Peterson's going to come bring revival. We've got a band on Thursday night. Doug Frank, Tom Renz, Donica Hudson. Donica's going to be doing deliverance. So come on Thursday. She's going to give you a sheet. You're going to write down all these things, and God's going to deliver you, and it's going to be awesome. And then on Saturday, she's going to do deliverance. Boom. It's going to be awesome. It's, so I can't... we've got Ivan Raiklin. We've got our friends, John and Stacy Barnes. They're part of the Resistance Chicks Healing Ministry team. They're going to be Pastor speaking. Pastor Devin O'Neill. Uh, Jason Heidinger is going to be speaking. Again, you guys are very familiar with him from uh, the Kingdom Roundtable. Doug and Frank. Revelation Red Pill. I said Doug Frank. Doug. Jaron Jackson, Joe Vega, Anthony Thomas, Cam Hamilton, our friend Paul Cantrell. He is just amazing. McAdams Ministries on fire. And then um, Tiffany Kinsey, she is AKA Punky in the Bards chat. She's going to be talking about homeschooling. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. And she's doing all the kids camp stuff. And then we're going to have some super fun. Corey's going to be doing, uh, Corey is going to do our Friday show on Bridie. So check that out at six o'clock yeah. next Friday. So, so if you want and to. And we won't be here next Sunday, guys. We won't Next, be here. There's we're there gonna be a, no we're gonna be at a program. wedding, a wedding at Bard's Fest. A wedding at Bard's Fest. That's I mean, we killed the Christian. Duncan and Raina getting tying the knot there. So super exciting. If you are coming, bring a little wedding gift for the uh, couple there. Yeah, and guys, if you were preparing like you need to do, food, shelter, barter, ability, where are you gonna go? You're gonna go to ITM Trading. Get your finances in order. Get yourself some gold and silver. They're gonna show with rice. That's not. Oh, I could play that. Is I'll that play a? It. Is that an ad? Go ahead, play it. That's it. Inflation, bank failures, and massive layoffs across multiple sectors. The future of the economy remains uncertain. It's no wonder the central banks have been getting prepared by stockpiling gold. At ITM Trading, we have spent over 27 years building a team of seasoned researchers and analysts who can help you prepare for any financial crisis. Our experts are ready to provide you with proven strategies to safeguard your wealth and assets in the event of an economic downturn or currency reset, which is frankly inevitable. Don't wait until it's too late. Schedule your free gold and silver strategy call by clicking on the link in the description below. All right, click on whatever. We don't know about You can like, go to learn.itmtrading.com forward slash. You got chicks. call them 1 866 They gave us the best number ever because they love us and they love you guys. And it's not just gold and silver, not just buying, which you should. Okay, if you all need like 2000 or, or below and you need to do what we do, which is like little, little gold and silver purchases. Go to SD Bouillon. That's what we do. No kickbacks from that. Okay, but we have partnered with ITM Trading because we love Lynette. We love because them so much. Because we've been much. telling you guys to go to ITM Trading for six years for free. That's how much. You don't just tell people to go somewhere for free unless you really, really believe in it. We've been telling you to be following Lynette and to go to ITM Trading for six years. It's like telling somebody you can see the volcanoes going and there's like lava going up in the sky and you're like, Leah, that, 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 that. That volcano's not going to erupt, and it's like, it's coming down a mountain. Okay? You're literally, imagine coming taking down a, a stack of 100s and just catching it on fire. 
Yep. That is what is coming down the line. Yep. And so if you don't hold it, you, you don't, don't own it. it. You need shields are made of metal. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is the only, only surefire way from history, from the beginning of time. This is real money. Time this eternal. is God's money. God's okay? money. Robert Kiyosaki, we put up a video this week. Robert Kiyosaki, this okay. is God's money. Okay, okay, that's right. That's right. Before we go, before we before we say goodbye, we are playing God's money by Robert Kiyosaki. I love this man. And I love that he says God's money. That's what we're trying to be doing. It's the gospel, baby. Just put it, just just if you watch it, then I can probably pull it up. Or maybe not. Go ahead and put it on Twitter. I thought we shared it on Facebook. We did, but do you want to bring up Facebook? What happens when you bring up Facebook is like your messenger goes boom. No, because okay, I'm go. logged into Resistance Chick, so it doesn't. Right there. Just go to Twitter. Okay. Tweet, tweet, tweet it out. Tweet, I tweeted it out. Except for we're not calling it X anymore. I'm rebelling. I'm not going to do it. Against calling it X. It's I never called Prince the uh, artist formerly known as. Yep. Um, I This is dumb, and I'm hoping it doesn't last. Yep. This here is real silver, plata. 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 That's what it looks like. And so in 1972, and this here is gold. Yeah. I don't have a stack like that. I don't this have is a stack. God's money. This is what God's Anybody money wants to like. send me a stack like that. I call it God's money is you can't fake it. You know, you can fake it with a fake ETF, like mm -hmm. a gold ETF or mm -hmm. a silver, which I don't touch because it smells as bad as the guys that printed that crap. <laughs> yeah. But this is real money. I love that. Boom, this is real money. All right. Yo, goodbye, Facebook. We're going to go to Italy, and you're going to see just craziness. Okay, Facebookies, we love you. We really do. We just go to Rumble, and you should be subscribed to us there anyway. Mm -hmm. If you have the app, every single time we go live, it gives you a notification that we're cool. live. It's the coolest thing ever. All right. Italy's Prime Minister Maloney despairs. At illegal migrant surge warns future of Europe is at stake. Thousands of illegal migrants delivered by people smugglers from the North African coast landed on Italy's southernmost island of Lampedusa this past week. Sparked a warning Sunday from Prime Minister Giorgia Maloney. Uh, the future of Europe is at stake if the human flood tide is allowed to continue. Now, President uh, crazy witch lady Ursula von der Leyen during, uh, went to visit this island. This, what is she doing? She's just like eyeing her uh, progeny. I don't know what she's doing there. But Maloney says it is the future that Europe wants for itself that is at stake here. Because the future of Europe depends on Europe's capacity to efface the major changes. Okay? Between Monday and Wednesday, an estimated 8,500 people, more than the island's entire local population, arrived aboard 199 boats. Lampedusa is closer to Africa than the Italian mainland, which has long made it a target for illegal rivals coming by boat. Irregular, oh no, this is Brondelaine. So, irregular immigration is a European challenge that needs a European response, says von der Leyen, uh, calling on the members of the bloc to take in some of the migrants. They don't want to stop it. They just want you to take some of the migrants. The Italian Red Cross, which runs the overcrowded Lampedusa Migration Center, said Sunday 1,500 migrants remain there despite having the capacity for just 400. Transfers of migrants to Sicily and the mainland have not kept up with the flow of new arrivals. They just keep coming in and coming in and coming in. Maloney says, we're doing everything possible. No, she's lying. She ran on this. Let me show you what this girl ran on. Where is she going? Wait, let me let me see where, where, where is she at. She ran on stopping illegal immigration at its 
shores. This is before. This is what she ran on. This is what people voted for her. Poco navale a largo delle coste della Libia. Secondo, le navi delle organizzazioni non governative che violano i confini italiani. Sì, vanno affondate. Vanno per requisiti. So she's saying there are two solutions to illegal, illegal immigration. Naval blockade off the Libyan coast and NGO ships that violate Italian borders must be sunk. They must be requisitioned and demolished. They cannot go back doing what they do. We must give a clear message of strength. We will see then how many other ships George Soros will, will be capable of buying. That was what, that was the Georgia Maloney that they, that they voted for. Under her, illegal immigration is almost doubled. Wow. Absolutely insanity. Insane world. According to the Interior Minister, statistics nearly 126,000 people have arrived in Italy by boat this year alone, compared to 66,000 last year wow. and 42,000 the year before. If the trend continues, this could be on track to be a near record in 2016 when there was 132,000 migrants that arrived. The year 2016 holds the recent record for migrants that was uh, okay. At this time, in 2016, it was 132,000. The record was 181,000 in 2016. It was absolutely crazy. And with this tide, you're seeing it doesn't stop in Lampedusa. It goes into Sicily. It goes into France. They all they, they make it to the, the to to the UK. They make it to um, uh, Sweden. They make it to Finland. They make it they make it all over the place. Okay. Press the button. Press the button. Mm -hmm. Now we're gonna play some of these other videos because these are when disturbing. I have the fancy scrolling. If yeah. you touch the mouse, okay. it's going to go. So TV channels in Burkina Faso keep broadcasting messages on how high social welfare payments are in France. So Burkina Faso is very pro-Russian since the recent coup. Russia has been orchestrating migration flows for years. Oh, they're telling people to go to Europe. <laughs> ah, oh, my word. Okay, so look at this. Please are like doing nothing. As they come in. Okay? What can they do with that many numbers? Well, do you stop them? Okay, but look at this. This is boat wait, apocalypse. Wait, wait. You just said arrest them. You want them to do something about all those Your military. Don't they have a military? Yeah, I'm just saying in that specific video, those police could have done nothing. There's got to be more something. Support. Look at these guys. It's a boat apocalypse. This is well orchestrated, Michelle. This oh, is not yeah. just a couple. Um, and they're all they're all young men, like in their twenties, like a bus full of people to like Greece or something. Yeah, that has to be orchestrated to get that many people together. This is totally and completely orchestrated. Ten thousand in seventy-two hours. You know. We can act very shocked, and we are, and this is awful, but this video right here is showing you, they're trying to just catch food. They're not even, there's not enough food. This is, um, this is, how do you feed 10,000 people? They're going to starve. All right, do so you want to read this? Uh, where do you get water? Yeah, he says, I'm currently in Lampedusa, in line where the clandestines are being evacuated. They will leave for Sicily and centers for migrants. And then they will be distributed throughout Europe, in France, in Great Britain. Some will manage to escape and reach their destination. And others will be officially distributed, I would say, in all the countries of Europe. There are more than 6,000. They arrived at once, and some tell us that they did not pay for their trip. 
We can therefore wonder about the opportunity that Libya or another power would uh, to organize this operation, which is artificial. They did not leave spontane spontaneously on the same day and for free. Right. They did leave. Uh, that's a confusing translation there. Without people who are interested in what they want, so either mafias who prefer to send everyone at once or a foreign power that wants to destabilize Europe. But the question is about the organization behind this wave of migrants. So it's all orchestrated. Yeah. It's all orchestrated. Tension rise between the Sudanese and the Guinean migrants on the Italian island of Lampedusa. Notice the rocks in hands. So this is an Italian trying to break up fights. They see this guy's got a rock. He's sitting on the track there or whatever. This is Italy. They just arrived. What, what happened? What happened? Are they practical though? Do they stay on? Do they start running? I've never been able to keep a pep, keep a beret on. This head's so big, it's like busting out the back. They look pretty cool in the berets, though. I just have to say that. Man, this is so. This is just pure chaos. So, do when you have that many people? You're gonna have fights. You're gonna have. It's. Do you not see any women organized. and children? I see a lot of children. I don't see any families. So, at least in this moment, they're orderly and in a line. <laughs> this is the, de the deputy mayor of Lampusa. Lampedusa. Lampedusa. Refugees are not welcome. Lampedusa must be free. We want to live uh, off of tourism, fishing, and nothing. Italia, non abbiamo strutture. Vogliamo vivere Lampedusa libera. Vogliamo vivere serenamente di turismo e pesca. They're a little upset. I would be. Uh, they're now blocking the roads in protest. They have just arrived in Italy and demanding better food, money, and to be sent to the main. <laughs> so that person was asking for Georgia Maloney to send the blanking army. Uh, I just want you guys to think for a second that this is your neighborhood. Right. And these people just came over. They have no food, they have no water, and they're very violent and they're very angry. 
And self-righteous. And so I'm here. You must take care of me. Like you, I, I deserve what I deserve. Well, how come they weren't taking care of in Africa? Well, no, Where, but I who think could they demand to take care of there? No, but what I'm saying is, I, these we what we have discovered. Thank you, Lauren Southern, is that these people, they're being promised things. Mm -hmm. And they think that they're coming to a place that's the kind of... traffickers are promising them. Exactly. And so they think that they're coming to a place where they're going to be completely taken care of. And when they're not, they're making demands. Mm -hmm. So these are um, citizens saying they're not refugees or belonging to us. This would be really terrifying because you said that the population of these uh, Africans that's arrived mm -hmm. exceeds or meets the population of Lampedusa. Mm -hmm. That's an army. And mm -hmm. you would be afraid that your home might be overrun. Mm -hmm. That you would be robbed, mm -hmm. and I don't know what the gun policy is in in Italy. Even if they are allowed to have them, could so they use them? So when these migrants go to other places, this is what is happening in Germany right now. This, Looting. This car just gets beaten. I have to get through. So this is what they when they when they're sent to Germany. So Leah. We are back to the age-old question that I ask you pretty much every single time we cover this. Why? Why? I, Who's behind it and what for? These, I, I, the, the destabilization wait, of wait, Europe. Here you go. These leftist women. These are German and French tourists in Lampedusa. Wow. So that is the age-old question. Why? Who's behind it? Someone is behind this. This is not a natural phenomenon. Yeah. This is not just... Like, okay, in America, there were like loads of people coming to the new world, you know, to, to, to try to get a better life. They came as families. Mm -hmm. That's a naturally occurring thing. This is not that. No. And radio Genoa. And honestly, if you want to be uh, depressed, I say, go look through his um, Twitter feed. If you want to be depressed and you're European, uh, the situation in Lampedusa is always out of control. Journalists hide it. How many African invaders will uh, Ursula von der Leyen let in? It's just out of control. It's out of control. I just wish that some of these like police officers or whatever would go on some sort of conservative national news to tell what's really going on. This is on. clashes between Arabs and Germany. In Lubbock, Germany, German politicians don't want this video to go out because... Oh, jeez. Yeah, he's, his are pretty um, pretty extraordinary. Um, I think this is what... Okay, I think I've done them all. Okay, we're good. We're good because 
I was getting more depressed. Pray for Italy. Pray for the And Giorgio Maloney, where are you? And I will say, I will say that when we covered the uh, election of Maloney, we did so very even-handedly and cautiously because she speaks a good game, but mm -hmm. there are areas where you can see clearly mm -hmm. that she's compromised. Now, she may feel very strongly about protecting Italy from migrants and shoring up their borders, but if you have a weakness in certain areas, that weakness will be exposed and utilized by people to get done what they want done. So if you see Giorgio Maloney not doing and acting the way that she would normally want to in this sort of crisis, I can guarantee you that she's being strong-armed in another area, which is why you can't have people that can be uh, manipulated. There's one more I want to show you before I sign off because this one, like, I don't know. It was, it's crazy. Look at this. You talk about, try, why don't the police stop them? Well, they tried, right? There's not enough, obviously. Baloney could send the military, but she's not, she has I didn't say, why don't the police stop them? You said they could. I said, what are they supposed to do? You well, said, stop them. I'm like, well, look, what are they supposed to do? These are some, some pretty stout police officers. Not, 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 yeah. So there you go. Um, yeah, I, there were other videos of migrants defecating on the ground, migrants um, defecating in the store, migrants cleaning themselves completely naked in water fountains. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Jeez. It's just out of control and Maloney is doing nothing. Come on. She's really doing nothing. Maloney, get it together. Yeah. All right, guys. So, so what's this? Poland imposes EU ban on all Russian registered passenger cars as Kremlin threatens to suspend diplomatic ties with Brussels. Interesting. I just thought, you know, you've got some of these good articles. No, we're done. We're done with we the show. just read Michelle, them out Michelle, loud. We're, we're good. No, I really don't. We're done. All right. We're done. Well, you missed that one. That one was an article. That was just the bright part front page. It changed the time with their last. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, I hope you guys have enjoyed this uh, trip around the world that we've taken with you like we do every Sunday, except for next Sunday we won't because we will be in Kentucky at Bards Fest, and I hope to see you guys there. Now, remember, if you cannot come, and I get I get it, we have a worldwide, world, worldwide audience that cannot tune in. If you want to watch it live, you will be able to tune in on Clout Hub. It'll be streaming there on brighteon.tv on their events page, on Resistance Chicks Rumble channel, Lord willing that we get that worked out. It should be no problem. And on Bards FM's Rumble channel. So if you guys want to tune in, you can. You don't have to still mark your calendar because we want you guys to watch Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Thursday will start around 1230, 12, 1230-ish, and go all night till about 10. And then um, on Friday and Saturday, roughly from 9 a.m. till uh, 10 p.m. So very, very excited about this event. Thank you guys for all of your sponsorships. For those of you that donate to our PayPal or our Venmo, Venmo is Resistance Chicks, PayPal is Resistance Chicks. We do have monthly sponsors that keep the lights on. All of the tech and everything that goes on, we want to thank you guys for doing that. It means the world to yeah, us. Yeah, there's all kinds of things. If it was just on YouTube, it wouldn't be that big of a deal, but we, we still have to pay for Rumble. Um, and yeah, if you guys have a contact with Rumble, let me know. I need to get a hold of somebody at Rumble. Just because we want to be able to They're not answering our... No, they did. I thought they did. No. I think they. I think it's taken care of. Is it? I think so, maybe. Okay. We'll see. Okay. All right. Here we go. We're going to say goodnight and goodbye. And I hope that you guys have a wonderful and blessed... Oh, last but not least and very, very important. It's Rosh Hashanah. It's Rosh Hashanah weekend. Wow. The, the, the eve of Rosh Hashanah was Friday. 
And uh, so yesterday and into today is Rosh Hashanah. It's the Jewish and Hebrew. Mm -hmm. If you guys don't like the word Jew, because whatever, because you're whatever. It's the Hebrew New Year. 5,784 we just rolled into. For those, many of us think that that is the actual birthday of the world Jesus, of yeah. God's creating it um, and Patriot Gallery has been doing a wonderful series on Rosh Hashanah which you can watch on our Rumble channel so I want to encourage you she was up last night doing more videos again this morning I was in the live chat a couple of times I didn't get any kickback for promoting my mom's videos but okay. they're awesome but I will say this she's the show I like to watch and, and, and it's content that day. gets put out on resistance chicks and so thank Patriot Gallery. Not only does she share all of our stuff everywhere, but she works very hard on putting together very comprehensive uh, blogs and vlogs, video blogs, on what, what's going on. A lot of the stuff that Lee and I can't get around to, mm -hmm. different clips from some of your favorite people, she pulls from them, and it's a really, really great show. We also have a P.O. Box 107, Milford, Ohio, 45150. If you guys want to send us your letters, we like to read them. You're, no, we know that you're real people. We'll read them on air if you want us to. And don't forget to tune in to the Kingdom Roundtable tomorrow night for this amazing interview with Grant Abraham from Canada. 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 Did you just say Canada? I said Canada. I want to call. I rename it Canada from Canada. So we'll see you guys next time. I think actually the next time that we will see you is at Bards Fest. Um, we'll be streaming live. I don't know that we're going to be doing any videos between now and then. So we love you. God loves you. God bless. Remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory if it's actually the truth. Thank testimony. you to all of our mods. I'm going to read testimony. Mods. Oh, okay. Thank you, Leah and Michelle. God bless you both. I just needed to reach out and let you know my testimony. I have been binge watching the Revelation Red Pill and the Kingdom Roundtable for the last two days, and I'm so filled with hope and joy and gratitude. Today, as I was driving to work, I was in tears praising God and confessing Jesus as my Lord and Savior and feeling so overwhelmed with relief and empowerment, I just had to cry. I am new to faith. Well, I've been delving, first with trepidation and then with fervor for the last two years into the Word and my growing relationship with Jesus. I have not been to church, but rather have been listening to and reading the Bible and following various ministers, pastors, and preachers online. I am to be baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost on September 23rd. That's going to be awesome because we're doing them at Bards Fest. As I am a new Bible... New to Bible reading study, I have been somewhat at the mercy of the end times theories and have been walking around with a sense of dread over the past two years. Many Christians I know welcome the rapture and the tribulation, but not me. I have been dreading it and feeling so much urgency to see my children and those I love saved before that time. At the same time, it's been confusing. I'm thinking deep down, is this really what God wants for me, for us? I've only just been found and then it's going to all be over? My children are not yet saved and I can't go to heaven without them. Wow. I have, been asked, uh, I have asked some, is the rapture pre-trib or post-trib? And, and many believe pre, which filled me with even more dread. Whereas end times ministries say it's post, which lessens the dread. But, not much. <laughs> but listening to you guys, I'm filled with so much relief and hope now. And it rings true to my heart. What you were saying sits so well with me that the overwhelming dread I've been feeling has completely gone. You're not supposed to come to know Jesus and then be filled with overwhelming dread. And is this not how our Father wants us to feel at peace, without fear, fear full of joy and hope for the future? Today, I, am belie I believe I am more able to focus on God and His agenda than all the terrible things in this world. I feel more purposeful. I feel strengthened and empowered in the face of my future as a Christian, following Jesus and building a relationship with Him to contribute to the growth of His kingdom, our kingdom which He has given over us. Amen. I'm so glad that I have not yet joined a church. <laughs> but with this new revelation about God's purpose, that's us, we're telling people. We are yeah. your church. Wow. Yep. You're going to be known as the people who tell people not to go to church. We never did ever say that. <laughs> Maybe I will start going to church and spreading this kingdom message to them. Amen. Uh, and though I'm decades off of having the knowledge of scripture you guys have, I'm hungry to know it and to read it and to get on, get it on the inside of me so that I can go out and impart this message. This is the good news. 
I thank and praise God for you guys and Serge and Corey and Jason and Matt and Joy. And I want to thank you for this incredible teaching. Words cannot describe how I'm feeling right now. Overjoyed, excited, ecstatic. And I think that my Bible reading will be much more fruitful with this knowledge. I'm in Australia. Woo! But man, I hope and pray that one day I can meet all of you or face-to-face -face or in June. Leah, your rant in episode three was incredible. The Holy Spirit lit you on fire and it was awesome. I hope to feel that fire one day and speak as boldly and with as much authority as you. Never apologize for your passion. As I said, I'm newly reborn and I'm just eating this up. I love it. I am hungry for this teaching. So thank you so much. Praise the Lord. And we are living in his kingdom. Let's take the kingdom back. I just got to work out what God wants me to do. So what Beck is referring to there is um, the Revelation Red Pill series that you can kingdom. go go to resistancechicks.com and click kingdom. on shows. Go down to Revelation Red Power. Pill. If you want to watch it in a playlist, you can either watch mm -hmm. it on Facebook or on Brighteon. There's a playlist right there on Brighteon. You can watch them in order there. So Binge we've done watch, 29 baby. episodes so far. This week we will be taking off because we'll be down there at Bards Fest. Doing um, the kingdom. Doing bringing the kingdom. Bringing the kingdom. Exactly. Very excited Boom. about it. I love that so much. And don't forget, if you do want to sign up for emails i think i finally fixed it go to resistancechicks.com and click on join the yes. resistance so yes. click on join, join the, the resistance, resistance and you'll get added to our weekly summary we if we do videos throughout the week maybe you missed them you get a summary email once a week we try not to spam your you know email i got some ideas from some t-shirts if you guys know ideas for t-shirts i think we might eventually do some t-shirts yeah we're going to we we're got one hanging to over there because it. i think you should show them that we had a viewer make us a t-shirt you don't even know where yours is you gotta get it out I we know. didn't actually ask for this to be made we didn't a viewer sent us this and i think we need to sell we were told by guys that they would wear a resistance chicks t-shirt not this one specifically not, not this one obviously but somebody made us this one uh red pilled it's not just a conspiracy theory if it's the truth so that. um this uh we're pulled out for bards fest I think we should make some t-shirts. What were the some of those things we were coming up with? I say, well, first of all, we're going to have one that says it's not just a conspiracy theory if it's the truth because that's our biggest that's our big tagline. Uh, the other one is resistance to tyranny is obedience to God and on the back it's going to say resist the devil and he shall flee. And then the other one, I want to have a picture of like kind of a cartoon face less um, detailed than this, like maybe a little bit older um, style, clearly not this. Um, but uh, of a, and then a face of a woman and then a fist with a big old tent stake, like a big one in her hand, right? And it will say what God can do with one woman and a tent stake. And then it's going to have the JL reference, scripture reference at the bottom. I think that's a very good one. I'm just saying. I think that sounds like a great t-shirt. I would wear it. It'll have like resistance chicks on the arm, like our little resistance chicks. Army logo, of Debras. So. An army of Debras. Ooh, that's good. I love it. Okay. We love you guys. God loves you. God bless. Remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory. Oh, I said that already. If it's actually the truth. And hence the t-shirt. It's going to say that. All right. We'll see you guys next time. And we'll see you at Bards Fest. God bless. I was cold, all alone. No